It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy, man. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume. Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm, except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Boy, oh, love, it appears we got a penis in the mail. <laughs> I glued my fucking eyes shut! <laughs> I just want to see all these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. <laughs> oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. Hey, what's going on, gang? Today is Tuesday, August 8th, 2017, and this is episode number 388 of the com podcast. Find all of our back issues at PCN.PanelsOnPages.com. I'm your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me tonight, we've got Mr. Jason Eyes. Donuts make me go nuts. <laughs> Jose Guzman. I bought a game. It's called Call of Journey Dewey. <laughs> 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 Oh, Nailed no. <laughs> Kelly Harris. Don't feel sorry for Brian Nobbs. He owes me $750. Whoa, <laughs> does he? Oh, my God. You'll hear more wow. about that story. You're that Ray Lloyd? You better give me my DVDs, too. <laughs> Glacier. Oh, shit. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> I shouldn't use his real name. It's okay. He, he's Googleable. I You're think just, it's all right. Jose just breaking kayfabe. Just hardcore, hardcore breaking the kayfabe. Later this month, Glacier's got a match with Joey Janela. Hell yeah, I saw that too. That's <laughs> Go cool. figure. I'm oh, bummed it's oh. not in Orlando because he's still based in Orlando. Glacier is. Well, he. he well, I'm not going to tell him his personal business. <laughs> <laughs> so here's his address and his phone number. So we will be joined uh, a little bit later. Um, by uh, Mr. Robbie Wrist. Um, that name sounds. Yeah, that? that name might sound familiar to those of you listening live or at home or on. The I download. first thought wrestler. It sounds like a wrestling name to me. It does sound like a very wrestler like, name. Yeah, yeah. Right. you know, right. just just breathing the name, not knowing or thinking who it is. I was like, wrestler. You know, it kind of, you know, I hadn't thought about it, but you're kind of right. The man's such know. a renaissance man. He probably could parlay it into wrestling if need be. Right? He just you needs to I'll learn lie. how to do a Canadian Destroyer. <laughs> Marty Jenny could a Canadian Destroyer. Rob Bruce could a Canadian Destroyer. But no, uh, uh, see, Rob Bruce uh, joined, uh, jumped on the scene as uh, Cousin Oliver on the Brady Bunch. He was Michelangelo on the Ninja Turtles. Uh, but more recently, 
He uh, did the music for Sharknado 5 Global Swarming. That's what we're talking about tonight. <laughs> Which that name might also sound familiar. <laughs> we will also talk about Bye. that. We're fucking watching you. <laughs> Not yet. Just a guy's. Hi, boys. Hey, Nicole. Hi. Hello. Drive thank, by. Drive that, by in. Drive by high. I, I want to thank Nicole again for so, advancing the Fantastic Three to the finals of the actual fantasy basketball that's tournament. Also, also tonight, not to be uh, out, outdone, we'll also be talking about the finals and actual fantasy basketball today. That's right. Fantasy basketball and Sharknado 5. But let's be honest, nice. Cousin Oliver is the only thing that matters. There's a whole lot going on today. Um, so we're going to get into it real quick like um you should be joining us in the next half hour or so. so let's, let's of course, on. this is the week where I have like a bunch of story time. Yeah, that does figure <laughs> because I figured as we're kind of ready for this, like, I mean, you know, really, all Kelly's going to talk about is wrestling for sure, so we'll be fine. And then, of oh. course, like I said, you got stories this week. <laughs> but uh, first up, big thanks to the Mahoney's uh, for housing us uh, this past weekend. Um, I was talking to the guy, I forget who it was, it might have just been Nicole on the way back. Like I said, hey man, this was a, a lot different than the last time uh, I got together with the fellas because it was, you know, more or less just me and I, Jose and Kelly all week long, just knee deep in testosterone rots and wrestling. And this was essentially a couple's retreat where we brought their kids in New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> Literally the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah, it was completely opposite. It was all you just- swapped out Kelly for Mahoney. <laughs> Yeah, we were just packed in. Everybody had their kids out. Like, it was like it was it was delightful. It, it was, and it was really it a good being time. El Casa de Mahoney, there was no wrestling. There was zero wrestling. <laughs> but well, we did let's count the uh the pool full time. There was a pool time, but uh, we, we did discuss wrestling. Yeah, every uh, everyone weekend, everyone brought their kids, including Cher brought Jose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Hey man, you put up a Bountown's water slide. Let's fucking do this thing. I brought my bathing suit. Let's do it. Well, Mahoney also turned us on to uh, Firecracker Oreos, Kelly. Are you familiar with the magic that is Firecracker Oreos? No. It's Oreos, but the sons of bitches put Pop Rocks in the cream. Uh, how, Ooh. Did, how did I miss this? I didn't have any Firecracker Oreos. This must have been after we uh, left. Oh, this is after we left. I don't remember. <laughs> is this an officially made thing? Or is yeah. It like, yeah. Oh. Because I would have remembered that shit. Yeah, I had never seen them before. It, you know what? It might have been the day that you guys left because I know they had two packs when they when, when they opened them, and when we left, they had less than the one. It was nuts. It I was, remember the salted caramel Oreo thins, which were pretty decent, especially d- dunked in a chocolate fountain. No, I'll tell you what's delicious, and I've already eaten three bags of it since we've been back. Is that popcorn? No, yeah, no yeah. shit. We found that uh, kettle oh, corn at the Aldi. Kettle, the kettle corn. Yeah. My God, I've had three <laughs> fucking bags already. Uh, it was a damn good time. It was great. So, I mean, big ups to Mahoney for putting us up and Tito and Jen for making the trip out. It was like, again, it was all just, it, it was lovely. We didn't do anything. It was great. That was the best part. It was so good. We just that was the best part. Chilled and ate. We fucking ate. We chilled. We chilled ate. some more. We napped. Watch some fucking Paw Patrol. Word up. <laughs> <laughs> we watched a bunch of episodes of The Street. What's oh, that? Yeah. The, Take, se- the Sesame Street. Tell oh. me how you get there. <laughs> watched a bunch of Dr. Squish. 
Yeah, fuck a Dr. Which Squish. Kelly, Dr. Squish, uh, Katie Mahoney is big into like YouTube unboxings and stuff like that. And one of her favorite channels is Dr. Squish, who takes like squishy toys and okay. dissects them on YouTube, cuts them open. I have, I have two, two thoughts about that, though. But I don't want my kids watching that and then cutting up all their Exactly, shit. exactly. Because especially some of the things that she cuts into, she preps and puts, like, surprises inside of them. Like, there was this big Minnie Mouse, like, pillow or, or like, squishy inflatable thing. And she had already prepped it and filled it with a bunch of goo and, like, Legos and prizes and stuff. Oh, no, that's bullshit. <laughs> That's false advertising, though. Man. Yeah, because them kids. Because that's gonna... just gonna tell your kid, "Hey, if you pop open your toys, there's gonna be cool <laughs> shit inside of them." You win a prize for breaking the shit I just paid for. Yeah, I don't understand how YouTube works. I swear to God, I, I don't understand. Like, I, I thought I had a grip on this shit, and I just feel old because Doctor Squish has a fucking <laughs> five million followers, and I'm like, that's not even an idea. But. And might, these kids know how to find Dr. Squish, too, we man. We might have an idea. He's always been busting my balls for the better part of the year about wanting a, a YouTube channel. And I think Mahoney and I and the ladies might have brainstormed a channel for Zoe if she's got the, the balls for it. <laughs> so, oh, no. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. More on that as it develops. I, I did see the movie trailer that Nicole posted that Zoe oh put God. together. I guess it was last night, which yeah. was very cool. But obviously, it's a template. Because yeah. somewhere yeah. along the line, Zoe got bored with it. <laughs> no, because she finished strong. I think she just missed a couple. So, like, a couple, like, just like a little placeholder him to say, close up or action. Like, ah, oh, right. you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, a, like a video Mad Libs almost. Yeah, yeah, very much. No, that kid's, cra- kid's cracking me up, man. Uh, yeah, real quick, just a uh, couple quick stories after we got home. Um, catching up on my stories. Watching all my Japanese shit, trying to catch up on preachers and the Game of Thrones and all this, and uh, watching Luge Undergrounds with uh, with the Jacks of the weekend. And Pentagon Dark comes out. We watched a lot of Pentagon WrestleMania weekend. Pentagon comes out, and Jack sees his face, and at first he goes, "Ooh, he made a mess on his face." <laughs> the paint on his face. And I'm like, "Oh no, no, it's cool." He was meant to look that way, like you know, we Pentagon's cool. We like Pentagon, and he's fighting, and you know. He's just getting into it, and he's like way into it by the end of it. And so Pentagon wins. He's throwing up his his fucking zero mero signs, and Jack without even any prompting, look over and Jack's just throwing up the zero miedo with his fingers down. I'm like, you are a fucking rad kid. That's amazing. Oh, that's so good. Uh, but Zoe outdid him uh, a little bit. It was it was legitimately hilarious. Thanks in no small part to the video game Friday the Thirteenth is a big staple in our house again these days. <laughs> so Zoe and I have been making our way through the movies, and like that's a, that's a really solid age for like '80s slash movies. When I kind of first really started getting into them too, and so we're on uh, part four. So uh, this dude in the shower, he thinks it's one of his buddies in the bathroom. Uh, it's Jason, of course. And so Jason, you know, punches through the shower and like you know. You know, kills dude, whatever. And then, you know, right across the hall, the girlfriend hears nothing, obviously. But she comes out of the, the bedroom across the hallway. It's like, hey, I thought you were singing me a song. And he, she, she uh, reaches for the door. And my daughter, who'd be 10 years old, a couple weeks, says, don't go in there, lady. It's a bloodbath. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> you clever little fucker. Like, that is a good gag. 
And she opens the door. There's a dude all covered in blood. She says, oh, look, see? I told you. Like, yeah. All right. Work the room, kid. It cracks me up. Yeah, uh, that's all I got, man. We're just back in the swing of things, getting the kids back in school. Uh, Nicole and I are planning an impromptu trip. More on that as it develops. It'll be very exciting. You know, we got to get these fucking kids out of the house for a little while first. <laughs> you know. We love them, but I can't wait for them to leave. So we got, we got like, we got two and a half weeks. And they're going to visit their grandparents. And then we're going to do something else. It'll be great. Yeah, what's going on with you guys? Uh, not much at all. You know, I was going to mention a couple of things from uh, the Mahoney Con weekend. You know, we got to, uh, Lee ordered the UFC pay-per-view, which was cool. We all got to sit around and enjoy that and hoot and holler. So that was fun. Uh, and probably my two biggest highlights of the weekend were Yankee Swap, where we did a Christmas in July. And we all bought, uh, ranging from genuine to fucked up presents and then went around <laughs> and, and traded those so that was cool uh kelly you'll like this mahoney ended up with a united states championship uh belt buckle <laughs> fantastic <laughs> fuck yeah but that also came with lincoln Law. yes it also did come with lincoln it, was a, it was a package deal and then uh one of my other favorite things of the weekend was playing uh everything is lava with uh the kids and it was essentially you know, the, you played the floor is lava game, but this was at any moment anything could turn into lava. Oh man! So you know, like all of a sudden the cookies are lava. What? <laughs> the table's lava. Yeah. <laughs> oh, talking to adults is lava. <laughs> Being <laughs> awake would, would throw in a little game here and there that was like this whole area is lava. Yeah. <laughs> and at some point. Uh, the girls got the idea to play uh, investigators, and they were investigating a crime and interrogating every adult one at a time. Oh, God, it <laughs> took forever. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, man. Kid cops, they're the most corrupt. Yeah, There are no rules. There's no, there's no... There's not even, like, the smuggler's code. And brutality. Like, I, uh, I wish they should have been wearing body cameras. Right off the <laughs> uh, other than that, uh, I did go see War of the Planet of the Apes with Jose and Cher, so that was great. Oh, so good. Like not what? as much war as I as I was hoping for, but it was very good. How about I apes? Just thought, were, there, were there enough apes? There were shitload of apes. All right, cool. There, there were eight donkeys. Yeah, I love the donkeys, man. That that's a really cool concept. The concept of Ape betrayal and ape uh, traitors. <laughs> yeah, like like Uncle Tom apes. Yeah, straight up. Trapers. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, like some of uh, Caesar's dreams and hallucinations. Yeah. I, I don't want to spoil it, but very cool stuff. Very cool. Like, what a great trilogy that is. Yeah. Like... And a on the on the fucking down low, they made a solid trilogy out of goofy ass Planet of the Apes movies. Yeah, like some of the best like modern era sci fi movies. Yeah, man. I, I thought they were great. And, and you can't tell watching this one. You believe those are fucking apes. A hundred percent. You're in. You're, from, you're in. From movie you're one in. to movie three, the CGI has improved. Tenfold. 
like they're wet, it's raining, and and they're just showing off because you could easily <laughs> have not done that scene in the rain, but you're like, nah, we're good. You can you can tell rain. you can tell the apes apart. You know they have yeah they, yeah, they, they all don't just look like they monkeys. got personalities. Yeah, they, it's god damn, it's really good, really, really I, good. I said this on Twitter, but uh, I was recently watching uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes on TV, and man. If if I was a kid when these movies came out, Koba would have given me nightmares because his yeah. face is just pure evil. Yeah, he's like just climbing up weird shit at you. He reminds angles. me of the trolls from Willow. You guys remember the trolls in Willow? Not I don't know that I do, actually. Uh, they Maybe, were... The only thing I really remember is them sliding down a hill there's a scene at a castle with like a giant hydra monster like a three-headed i remember that hydra monster and at that castle there's a bunch of trolls like monkeyish chimpanzee-esque trolls that are just awful and terrible and and scared me to no end as a kid and that's what Koba reminds me of anyway. speaking of nightmares uh, I have become obsessed with the uh, Stephen King's It remake that's coming out next month. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, I don't know if I've. I'm sure I've talked about my uh, long-held fear of Tim Curry's Pennywise on this show before. Like even to this day, I'll roll up into bed, close my eyes, and I'll see Tim Curry's Pennywise just in my head, oh, and, God. and then I'll be up until five in the morning. But like, oh, Jesus. he's such a he's he's so great and such a great character. And at first, this remake was looking a little too glossy, a little too modern horror movie for me. He looked too scary, too scary, too dirty, too like quote unquote horror movie villain. But I've been watching all the trailers <clears throat> that they've been putting out, all the clips. And I've They're been good. Uh, watching a bunch of like uh, twenty things you might have missed from this trailer, and you know, no doubt when they're showing a bunch of these clips, they're going to show clips from the old movie too. So I've been getting a lot of Tim Curry's Pennywise all up in my face, and man, the other night, I swear, every little movement, every little sound. At one time, Mary stretched out and her foot touched my foot, and I nearly <laughs> jumped out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> I I did not I, I did not I slept like a an eight year old with nightmares the other night. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I gotta I gotta cool it on uh watching too many it YouTube clips before bed because it does not do me well. But it, I I'm seeing that movie. I the more and more I see of it, the more and more I'm into it. And the fact that the movie is coming out twenty seven years after the original which is genius. And Pennywise emerges every 27 years. That's that's so fucking weird. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's about it for me. I'm digging. What you got, Jose? I also saw along with Apes uh Atomic Blonde. Ooh, Ooh, I saw that too. Which I did like. I'll tell you what, man. I liked it a lot. Yeah, Charlie's there, and that's a bad bitch. 
like she she pulls off bad bitch pretty good and and yeah. they're the uh the director or something was talking and he was like when when we did the fight scenes they wanted awesome they they wanted to make it believable to where it's not just she's one punch hitting people and they're going down and she's like super powered so they had the action based around her body type and what a well-trained person of that level of fitness and body how she would have to fight to beat the shit out of people. So it reminded me a lot of Daredevil season one. Yeah, where you yeah. had uh, Ooh, Matt that hallway scene down, all over. He just kept getting back up because it's, he's not going to put him down the first time, and you just kept seeing dudes get back up. She'd have to re-put him down. There's yeah. one scene in the movie that's just one shot fight. That's a one shot fight scene. Well, that don't goes say on that for a good like what seven minutes maybe. There's a couple of cuts. They're just very well, can, creative. Yeah, you can tell the tricks. But, like, essentially, it's supposed to just be one shot. Right, right. It's, it's what, yeah, a continuous just fight scene that just goes. It's beautiful. The movie's yeah. pretty good. The music flows in and out. I mean, it uses the same, like, 80s songs that every 80s movie uses. But yeah. they're, like, remakes or the original German version. You know, they do the 99 Balloons, but it's the German version. Yeah, I did like the couple German ones they threw in there. That was cool. Yeah, the, the the whole thing is is happening during, like the span the wall went down. Oh, that's cool. I like. Huh. That. Yeah, it's in like the week around when it fell. So so that's playing on as a sub story through the news, and through because the, they're they're in Germany, and you know they're the mission is to get something from west to east. Or east to west, one, one, one of the two. So they're trying to cross in a time where no one's crossing and tensions are high. You know, everyone's talking about this wall. It might come down. This is shit's going on into the Cold War, possibly. And then there's this whole other secret spy CIA MI6 world of another catastrophe that's dropping at the same time that could level the playing field depending on what how this plays out. So it's That's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. And it's based off of a comic book, which I did not know, which was the coldest city, the, cold, the coldest, coldest city. city by Anthony Johnson. And I can't remember the artist's name at the moment, but watch it. It's, it's pretty good. It, it maybe they could have trimmed about 20 minutes off. Yeah. There was a bit before that one, the one shot fight scene where I was getting a little bored. Yeah, trim twenty minutes off, and and the movies the movies dread. Yeah. Oh, all right. That, that, that's what I'm saying. Well, well done. Next week. week. And uh, Charlie Theron produced it, so good on her. Right on. So if, if you get around to seeing Atomic Blonde, check it out. Hope it'll go that next week. And fucking Lee's goddamn kid is a wild man. You make eye contact. That means at any time I will <laughs> jump into your arms. Like yep. once you make eye contact, it's like, oh, it's on. You're in the game now. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker! Don't let him catch you sleeping. Yeah, he looks at me and he's like, "What's up?" Bah! And he just jumps at me. I was like, "All right, I, I'm. I guess I'll catch you." Yeah. At, at one point, Katie was making me eat twelve Santa hats. And she kept lunging at me 
as I was sitting on the couch with knees first. <laughs> I was like, oh. this, this is going to end <clears throat> poorly eventually. <laughs> it's no fear. No fear. He, he picked the right wrestler to do the move up. No fear. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's what I told him too. I'm like, oh, son, if you only knew. If you only knew. I've, I, I, you're going to see a picture of that motherfucker coming at somebody with a light tube before you yeah. know it. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's going to be in the CCW dojo before you know it. <laughs> Where the fuck did that come from? I didn't even know we had that in the house. Jesus Christ. So, What's going um, Kelly? What's happening? So I've met some people. Oh, oh that's shit. right. Who'd you meet, Kelly? Uh, well, last Saturday, not this past Saturday, the one before that, uh, good old Scott Snyder came into the shop. Oh, right on. Just because uh, he, 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 he had some family in the area, so he stopped by. <clears throat> Super cool guy. He's a real cutie pie. Very, very awesome dude. Like, I may have problems with some of his comics, but he is an awesome guy. Uh, and he also said the words that got me super hyped about uh, metal now. Okay. Um, in the first issue, Batman rides a dinosaur. <laughs> oh! <laughs> and originally, <clears throat> the event was not going to be called Metal. It was going to be called Dark Crisis. And I love a good crisis. You do love a good crisis. Yeah, so that, that, that that's all you need to say. There's going to be dinosaurs, and it was originally supposed it was going to be a crisis. So yeah, I'm I'm all in on this now. Uh, we are actually doing a midnight release next week, so I probably won't be on the show. But he, uh, Scott Snyder, is going to send us a pizza, so that's cool. Oh, sweet! You you need to call <laughs> in from the midnight release, though. I might have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, he was a really cool guy. Uh, took a took a lot of time with uh, people in the shop that would just come up and a- and talk to him and ask him to sign stuff. Just super good dude. Can't say enough good things about that guy. Great. Uh, And then there was uh, earlier that week, I'd gotten a text from my manager uh, saying that uh, Honky Tonk Man and Greg Valentine were going to be doing an in-store signing on uh, the the 2nd of August. Okay. Okay. And I initially responded Why? back with, yeah, yeah, okay. I responded back to the text by saying, that's not real. <laughs> uh, so what happened was it was the exact same situation as what happened when we had Hacksaw Jim Duggan in the shop a few years ago. Uh, there's a local agent, I guess, guy who kind of reps some wrestlers when they're in the area. And he had these guys in. They're coming to... Well, the next day after they were doing our signing, they are going to be wrestling at the great, uh, the uh, Bruce City Wrestling Show at the State Fair. So they figured while they were in town, he'd try and hit, have them hit a couple other signings. And he needed a venue, so he talked to our boss, who he knows, and was like, hey, can we use your shop? And they said yes. And All right. Howdy, uh, not many people showed. <laughs> Who, who, who again? Honky Tonk Man and Greg the Hammer Valentine. But also, two days before, uh, Big Jim, the agent guy, came in and was like, oh man, we got Jimmy Hart too. <laughs> I, I wish I saw that earlier. I was going to tell you to tell him about the story. I found his wallet that he <laughs> found out of his pocket at the bar in Margaritaville. <laughs> 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 
I think that's when they were taping at Hard Rock or something like that. Or well, no, they, over at Universal. Yeah, they, they were taping. Oh, yeah, for TNA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were taping in the old uh, like Nickelodeon studios, essentially, back there. Yeah. That is weird. Like that. Yeah, it was super weird. Yeah. Yeah, so we had those guys in the shop. Uh, Jimmy Hart comes up to everyone, introduces himself right away. That was really cool. Like, comes by, shakes everyone's hand and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, Honky took a little while to warm up to, to, to us, but once he did, Honky Tonk Man's a good dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just made a bunch of swell guys this weekend, right? Yeah, let me tell you something. Honky Tonk Man is a pretty nice guy. Nah, I met Honky Tonk Man at a bar in Nashville a couple years ago. He is a good dude. <laughs> yeah. We talked about other uh, other comic shops he's been to and cons he's done. I informed him that The Walking Dead is based on a comic, not the other way around. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> and we talked about his cats. He has two and feeds three strays. <laughs> well, what a sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then Greg Valentine kind of kept to himself, which fits with what I've heard about him because he's from the best way to put it is he works on his own time as he's I want to say he's slow but he doesn't move as fast as everyone else Ah, I see he's got he's in no he's in no hurry (laughs) no exactly (laughs) (laughs) no hurry (laughs) he's his conversation style is much like his match is very plotting. <laughs> I love how in his prime, Greg the Hammer Valentine looked like he was 60 years old. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and that was 40 years old, 40 years ago. Uh, what? Yeah, so how that, weird... That's what I've been up to since we've uh, last done the show. I've also watched a bunch of anime, which... All right, that's what I and wrestling, of course, that's what I do. So yeah, it's interesting to me that you said that the store was pretty dead for their appearance, essentially. Yeah, I uh, I feel like unless you're John Cena or like Kevin Owens signing at a CVS on WrestleMania weekend, <laughs> like wrestling fans aren't making the trip to a comic shop for Honky Tonk Man. Like no. if Honky Tonk Man's at WrestleCon. Okay, it's it's and it's kind of weird. Like when we were at Awesome Con, they had Shinsuke and Charlotte Flair. I don't know how well they did with their photo ops and their autographs and stuff like that, but they didn't necessarily fill the panel room, which definitely surprised me. I, I expected a full room, but it wasn't. It was it was a good crowd, but just not a full room. Yeah, it must have been about. Well, given the timeline of events, it must have been about 11 to 12 years ago. I was still living uh, in Illinois at the time, and I remember driving by a Popeye's chicken. Oh, you know, B. Booker T. B. Booker T. B. Booker T. <laughs> you, hold on, hold on. Don't say who it is. Let's all guess. Okay. Yeah. All right, so you Let's said Booker guess. T. Yeah. Uh, you said 12 years ago? 11 or 12. Oh, who? Somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, and you said Illinois? Yes. Uh, I'm going to go Mark Henry. Okay, okay. Jose, you there? I'm going to go... <laughs> and it was like, and the only reason I know it, because it was on the sign. It was like, you know, sudden such, coming here next Saturday, you know, 12 to 2 or whatever. Juggalo John guesses Virgil. 
In reality, it's going to be like Sean O'Hare. Okay, okay, okay. Virgil. Okay. No, Sean O'Hare is dead. Yeah, but not well, 12 years ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, not in... <laughs> well, he didn't, she sure as shit didn't meet him. <laughs> now, I also, know. I did not meet this person either. I just saw that they were coming and was very confused as to why and kind of went about my life. You got you to guess? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a blank. Stone cold. Uh, Kristen Waugh. Oh! Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. Where like, was this? Uh, in Round Lake Beach, Illinois, at the Popeye's Chicken. Oh, yeah, Biscuit. the Popeye's Chicken. That's tremendous. Like, so this was like kind of the height of his WWE run yeah. at the time. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. was like World Heavyweight Champion Chris Benoit. Yeah, so that's his, hugging his Eddie Guerrero heart. in the ring, Chris Benoit. Holy shit. Yeah. This was just about to murder his wife and family, Chris Benoit. Like, <laughs> super weird. And that is like, and I wasn't watching wrestling at the time. I was kind of had, like, was barely aware of it. So I knew that, you know, he was kind of doing his thing. I thought, that's fucking weird. If this guy is where he is doing that, okay, yeah. And then, like, the next time I heard about Chris Benoit was after, you know, a horrible murder suicide. (laughs) So now, whenever you think of Popeyes, you think of a murder suicide. (laughs) It 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 does come up frequently when I think about Popeyes. (laughs) You sit there with one of those tasty chicken strips in your hand. You're like, "Fuck! I think this is why. I think this did it." You look at you look at the chicken, and you just hear double murder suicide. Oh my god. Wow. Oh, Ouch. Oh my god. It's ridiculous. So I guess that Popeyes didn't sit very well with him. I guess not. I guess not. <laughs> this chicken gave me poopy tummy. I gotta kill my wife and son. <laughs> Four years later? Anybody. <laughs> he just it just ate at him. He just all he could think about was Popeyes. Yeah, it, and it eventually <laughs> it just He's, Daniel, I never want you to have to go through this. <laughs> the indigestion was so bad, it ate a hole through his stomach, and he was just in constant pain, and he tried taking steroids to make himself feel better, and it just made him God. crazy. I can build a stomach out of muscles. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that is unreasonably dark. <laughs> that, is, that is not okay. All right, so looks like my messages have not been read <laughs> tonight's guest. <laughs> I want to believe been... he was like, let's see what this show's about. And he just pops on YouTube, and there's me singing Double Murder Suicide. <laughs> We've been in communication for damn near a week talking about this. And... Yeah, I, the double murder suicide jingle made me think about our conversation before the show. We're like, oh, you know, let's let's not go that far with our guests. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wish yeah. he had called in just then. <laughs> no, I think it'll be fine. It'll be good. Let's uh, let's keep it rolling. Uh, and if uh, if he joins us in, we'll kind of break off the basketball talk. If not, we'll get him next week. Whatever, but. Uh, you know, I can talk about wrestling for a bit. Sure. Please, please do. Please do. So this past weekend was the big Matt Tremont versus Onita match. Onita! Oh, that's right. Squirt. And I'm going to try to catch him. We're going to watch the replay, my brother and I, this weekend. I'm looking forward to it. 
Sad to say, it's a little disappointing. Oh, really? Because it is the scuttlebutt around the internet was true. It starts as a singles match, but eventually devolves into a six-man tag. My man just said the word scuttlebutt in proper context. <laughs> I did. Look at you. But what's not disappointing is the match before it with uh, Joey Janela taking on Leo Rush for the Dude, final I time. Retweets out the ass about that match from people. That match is tremendous, and will probably there's a good chance it's going to end up in my top ten of the year. I loved it. Not for nothing, I'm a big Joey Janela fan, but he does love to retweet compliments. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> the only okay, person but, uh, that does that more, or the only the better the best per wrestler at Twitter is Ethan Page because if you just say his name on Twitter within seconds, it's got a like from him. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Their match was very good. Uh, the match before Shane Strickland taking on uh, Mike Strickland <laughs> taking on Masato was pretty good. Uh, Strickland got stabbed in the head with some skewers. Cool. And there was oh, he gets real, into that shit. There was a not normally. There was a real close-up shot of it, and it was super gross. So How look forward it not to that. Be super gross. Well, you don't normally see the stabbing and then the bleeding immediately. Because normally when they're stabbing, it's from a distance and you don't see it. Or there's no actual contact happening. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but you can you actually see it and it's super gross. Yeah. But yeah, they uh, the Janela-Leo Rush match is by far the highlight of it. And the Oneida Tremont match is just the spectacle i will say but it's right. it is what it is what i expected it to be onita's 60 he hasn't wrestled a singles match in years onita is 60 yeah uh God, earlier this year he broke that. his pelvis oh so he did what he could yeah i though i will say earlier this year he broke his pelvis and then like a week later was pile driving a dude through a table so you know how he broke his pelvis because he fucks. Uh, exploding deathmatch with Juan's mom. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> That's for posting a gif of Pennywise in the chat, Juan. <laughs> <laughs> Keep being punished. <laughs> but yeah, and in then... case you guys didn't see, I just posted a link that Juan linked uh, in the chat, uh, the YouTube chat. It's to a Wrestling Figs, WrestleMania Invade Chicago... Uh, it's for <laughs> WrestleMania 22, and it's their appearance guide. And yep, uh, on Thursday, March 30th, 2006, Chris, Chris Benoit was doing an autograph signing at the Popeye's Chicken and Biscuits on East Rollins Road in Round Lake Beach, Illinois. Holy, Holy shit, shit, that was yeah. fast, Juan. <laughs> oh my god. I think he had that page open. <laughs> That's incredible. It was just a coincidence. Yeah, but he loves chicken, doesn't he? He does. He does love Popeye's He's all Chicken. Over that one. He says, I'll look up Kate Popeye's. <laughs> damn, I was wrong about the year, but I was right about the location. You, God were, damn you were close. <laughs> That's you, amazing. You were damn close. Still that was, nuts that that that's his goddamn lifetime ago. What that was? His prime was was a Popeyes. Yeah. Now I just want some Popeyes. Say <laughs> what, man? I was making the kids the dinner tonight. You know, and I'm. Back on my kick, you know the the uh, uh, an away weekend is always bad for the diet. Obviously, sure. You know? 
No, you can't. There's no way. It's, it's, it, it, I always have the best of intentions, but then they're like, eh, fuck it. Pizza and Chinese food are way better. <laughs> uh, Pop Rocks Oreos. Let's go. <laughs> I had so many goddamn Pop Rocks Oreos. But I made the kids dinner tonight and um, had some mashed potatoes. Like, this, you know, fuck, fuck you, man. Refrigerated, like Bob Evans mashed potatoes are the fucking shit. They are great. <laughs> Just saying. My green them bitches up. Gravy? No gravy? Cheese? What's, what's on them? Uh, they're like it's uh, like like bacon and chives mixed in on these here. Nice. You can of course put some gravy in them, or you're so inclined, but not necessary. But you know, I was gonna have like some you know cauliflower and cheese and shit like that. You know, not great stuff. But there was a minute. You're stirring it up, stirring it up to put it back in that, that second rotation of the microwave. You know, and you do what you got to do. You you lick the spoon off, whatever. And I might have had a mashed potato, you guys. <laughs> I haven't had mashed potatoes in like six months. It's been a fucking long time. The most sensual spoon like ever. A, it was a Lonely Island video. I was like, jizz in my <laughs> I was like, Whoa, this this is affecting me on a really primal level right now. <laughs> like, oh boy. <laughs> uh, one of the uh, other stories from the Mahoney weekend that we didn't mention is, you know, Lee was going to try and eat right and, and go high protein, low carb. So, uh, you know, the Mahoney's were asking for uh, wish lists as far as food goes. And Lee was like, yeah, if you can find some barbecue or hot and spicy pork rinds, that'd be a good snack for me to have around. And yeah, just that instead of chips, basically. That was my one request. Because I, I, I did not want to be the guy making a request. But fuck that. I'm like, hey, I'd rather have that than chips. And apparently, pork rinds are not a thing that is known of in New England because the Mahoney's I was so surprised after to explain what the fuck a pork rind yeah, was. The Mahoney's like, had a hard time even knowing what aisle they were in, and then they could only find plain until we fucking landed. We went to an, <laughs> we went to an Aldi and we went to a Walmart and we got five bags of barbecue and hot and spicy pork rinds and we brought said, them chicharron in this mother. <laughs> Oh, man, I want some of those chili limon pork rinds you got, Jose. Oh, I don't got them anymore. Oh, but I need to get some of those. Just like them bags of popcorn. <laughs> I had. Never had a fucking chance. I had, but they're pretty good. Walmart is the only place I've seen those. Right. And, and and they either have it or they don't. Oh. It's one or the other. <laughs> Most things, <Jose. laughs> yeah, but I'm saying, like, not all the Walmarts have it. And not even the same Walmart I've bought it out. I've bought it at before. Will have it, so it's kind of a hit or miss. It might be there. It might not. I can understand that. I mean, I don't know if it's regional. Like they uh, notice sure. that these people don't eat the lime. Well, one. the chili limon are probably in very his. They're located in very Hispanic neighborhoods. I would assume. What you saying, white boy? I'm saying chili limon is fucking Hispanic. <laughs> um, brown boy. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, was it Gatorade? Oh, limon? the cucumber limon. Yeah, cucumber. That, that shit's great after a sunburn. <laughs> it's, it's like drinking aloe vera. Oh shit! Speaking of uh, Walmart, little PSA, man. Um, a lot of the, I've been to several WalMarts and now several states the past few weeks, so they're clearancing the hell out of some toys. Yeah, um, they are. So I've gotten. I bought more Marvel Legends figures in the past like month than I had the past three years, because I've got them all for like three and four bucks. That's nuts. That's nuts. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not we're not that discounted yet. I got to see what I got. I got the I got Hawkeye, 
uh, Captain Marvel, a new Scarlet Witch, and then the other day I got uh, Kitty Pride, Phoenix, and that big badass cable. And all said and done, I've got like $26 in them. Oh my god. And like, what would have been a reasonable price that you would have bought them for full price? 15 bucks. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. 15, bucks. Like 15 bucks. Like, once you get up to 19, sorry, I can't pay that for a single action figure. Even if there's it's, a it's ridiculous. It's $4. It's ridiculous that that's the line on the sand I draw for myself. But, but I, that's it. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah, but we're not savages. You should have a line. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I feel bad paying $20 for, like, those Maddie collector. Like, they did the Vigo and the. Um, the Joker with the the clown, the rubber clown mask. Yeah, but those are super nice, though. Yeah, they're still, not I, great. They're not twenty dollars, but yeah, it's yeah, the, it, it was the exclusivity of it that made me buy sure. it for twenty bucks. Exactly. Yeah, you can factor that in too for sure. Like I'm 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 really thinking about. Um, they uh, announced that the Power Morphicon next year, the big Power Inter Convention in California, they're going to do an exclusive uh, Lord Dracon legacy figure. Yeah, I want it. And you can get, like, <laughs> figures 40 bucks, which for an exclusive figure isn't bad, but I don't want to go to California nope. to get it. But you can buy, like, a non-attending package and get the figure. You can't just buy the figure. So you got to pay, like, you know, get a ticket, essentially, even though you're not going to go, and then you can buy it. So maybe Kellen, I need to double up, and we'll fucking double dip, and we'll pay, like, you know, we'll, we'll go halvesies on a package. And get us some Dracons, because <laughs> they're going to look really cool. Yeah, they are. You mentioned but that. It's like $60. <clears throat> you mentioned you got what? that cable Marvel legend. You guys see Josh Brolin as cable? Fuck yeah. You looks know, he looks so good. Since we're not doing news yeah. this week, you know, but that did remind me that that kind of came out this week. Did you I guys? Guess, uh, I also saw Domino over the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, Domino looks pretty boss. I don't know. I'm not crazy about it. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of of it for whatever reason. I don't know why. I think it's because, like, you know, like, I think one of the reasons she's Domino is, like, the stark white skin and, like, the black dot. Like, that's kind of what made, I mean, if that wasn't that, you probably wouldn't be called Domino. Seems kind yeah, of, I never thought about that, but yeah. You know, like, it's just, you know, I have no problem casting a black actress. I don't give a fuck about that. You know what I mean? But, you know, throw in some white body paint. Like, she doesn't look like Domino this way. She's got the white over her eye, though. But it's like, but it's almost, it's just like a couple degrees off from her rest of her skin, it feels like. I don't know. Like, just. It, it's, it's supposed just, to be, it, it appears to be like vitiligo a little bit. Yeah, yeah, versus this, like, really striking visual of, like, black and white. You know what I mean? Like, But I think it makes sense in a in a realistic sense for a character like that. I could see someone with vitiligo over their eyeball getting the nickname of Domino. Like, eh, all right, all right, all right. I you're, mean, you're there are black dominoes with white dots on them, Lee. <laughs> dominoes aren't just white with black dots, you know. Touche. Sorry. Hashtag not all dominoes. <laughs> not my dominoes. Did you guys notice the teddy bear connected to uh, Cable's belt? Yeah. 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 What are your theories on that? It's got to be related to Hope, right? 
It could be. I don't think it's got to be. I don't know. I, I just, I every now and then I think about, like, I see this cable thing, and I am <laughs> just flummoxed that it took, like, Deadpool is the one that they got right. After what felt like 22 shitty X-Men movies. Yeah. Like, oh, well, Logan, everything about Deadpool. But Logan... And but which is sad because it's the end, so it kind of does no good. And to be well, fair, Deadpool came before Logan, though. And, and, well, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, and to mind. be fair, X Men One and X Men Two did right by those characters for that time period. Sure, sure. Yeah, X Men yeah, Two, I, was, I, was I think, holds up yeah. oh, I better love than X Men Two. It still has one of the best. That opening fucking scene. The. The uh, comics to screen adaptations of X Men One and X Men Two aren't nearly as faithful as some of the movies that we're getting nowadays, but they're as faithful as we had seen up until that point. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, and but, I, yeah. I, I still like X Men Three too. <laughs> I do too. I, do, I think that's a solid trilogy of movies. That's all right. And then the, to me, it's after that that shit gets weird. Like the Wolverine movies are all dog yeah. shit, and like. I really enjoyed First Class when it came out, but I think I was mostly just like, one, I love Fastbender's Magneto because He's I got great. great on everything. I will admit to that. And I and I think I was just so, I was just marveling at the technical achievement that was, hey, we had no script in September and then January we have a movie. <laughs> that I was like, wow, <laughs> kids really did it. It's <laughs> like. But it doesn't really hold up super great, you know. And then everything after it's kind of really shitty. And but then fucking Deadpool comes along. Like, oh, now we got it. Now we're back in the lane. Like, okay, fuck ever, man. I think you have to have Deadpool allude to Cable's parentage. At least make a joke about it. There's no way he won't. You can't lean on that too much because the timelines get murky and then you got to explain too much to the audience. It's better suited that you explain that through inside jokes that the fans will get and will laugh at. Yeah, yeah, because because Deadpool has already made reference to the complex nature of the timelines. To that end, explaining hope that that takes a lot of work but you could just have like a mutant savior baby that they have to get from point a to point b sure that could be named hope sure but you just don't go too far into it yeah yeah i get down with that i saw another theory is that it's his teddy bear from when he was a baby and he was transported to the future and that's that's the lone thing that he keeps with him Uh, all right all right I i can dig that I I appreciate the fact that they put that in there for the promo still to get people talking. Just a little tiny Easter egg, like what the fuck? Why does Cable have a teddy bear on him? Uh, and I think he looks great, but my first reaction was not nearly enough pouches. Not uh, and I miss <laughs> I miss the giant shoulder pads. Like I figured they'd go overboard with the pouches and the shoulder pads, but still, he looks great. At least give us like a promo photo that's a joke of him all life fielded out. I think we'll get something like that in the movie at least. Like he'll suit up at one point. <laughs> yeah. Or Deadpool will suit up and it's just all pouches and shoulder pads. Oh yeah. 
That'd be great. A lot of a lot of potential there. Did you guys see this shit about the uh, Inhumans series? Oh boy, <laughs> I read that yesterday. I was like, man, like. Mm -mm. Well, the the showrunner who was the showrunner for Iron Fist season one. I oh, just saw that like this morning. Yeah. I'm like, Fuck. I, no thought, I thought we Are talked about that. Me? I thought we talked about that on this show. I no, I, 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 I didn't hear about that, that this morning. I could have swore we talked about that. What? But he said he expected the negative reaction to the trailer. It's like, oh, what? <laughs> because it, I thought it looked real shitty, so I'm not surprised that people didn't like and it. And they, they did like yeah, a he's panel. He's like, I didn't even like it, so I'm not a, surprised. They did a panel at the Television Critics Association, and man, people were not kind to what they saw or what they heard from the, the uh, showrunners or the, the actors. But, I mean, uh, one of the best tweets. Like the people asking questions were not being like hostile or right. like, or you know, unduly you know mean or whatever. They're just asking, frankly, the right questions. <laughs> you know? One of the best tweets was uh, at one point Anson Mount opened a Google Doc on his phone, a six-page Google Doc featuring a. Uh, sign language translation that he created specifically for the show and for Black Bolt. And the tweet was basically, I can't believe he created this whole sign language for a show that's going to get canceled after one season. <laughs> 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 and did you see that the IMAX version is like 15 minutes shorter than the network version? What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, well, they got to give some reason to still watch it on TV. Yeah, though. but it should be the other way around. If, yeah, you know, because you don't want to kill your network viewing. Yeah, but you want you still to still got to pay bills. Yeah, but, but everyone's everyone... gonna go. Like, there's gonna be five people going to see this in the theater. I went and saw Mission Impossible, whatever number it was, because it had the Dark Knight Rises prologue before it. I didn't care to see that Mission Impossible movie. You need to put something in there that people want to see to pay the IMAX prices because that that's a twenty dollar ticket. If yeah. you're already gonna, telling you're gonna me, have to some. Infinity War shit in there or something. Yeah, if you're already something. telling me that it's gonna, that there's gonna be 15 more minutes of footage on TV, I'm gonna save my twenty dollars. Especially, yeah, they're gonna have to come correct with some exclusive goodness. Otherwise, there is no reason. To, to be go. fair, I was already you could gonna give me free tickets to that, and I'd say, nah, I'm good. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was already gonna I'm save my I'm twenty dollars. Washing my hair that day. <laughs> <laughs> good one. I hope it's good. I hope it's good. Already not. Don't look great. Now, I guess um, uh, critics have seen the first four Defenders episodes, though, and reviews on that are coming back pretty damn positive. That's, well, who, that's who's good. behind who's behind that? Uh, wasn't it um, uh, the guy who did the the last season of Dexter was doing Defenders? Maybe. Maybe right, yeah. yeah uh, which, la which last season? The last, the final season. The real last one. Season four? No. Yeah. no. <laughs> I'm I'm glad that those are coming back positive because after Iron Fist, I've soured a little bit on the, the Netflix Marvel shows. Well, with Iron Fist and Inhumans getting such bad reviews, I guess we know who won't be coming back for Iron Fist. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's a common thread on those two things. Yeah. I mean, that's called math, man. Marvel's going to do it. I guess uh, like, uh, they, they do kind of address 
the notion of Danny being the weak link in the show, which I kind of appreciate. I hope they I hope they shit on Danny all season long as if they're talking about Iron Fist season one. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Like they just project onto him. <laughs> I am unreasonably excited about that coming out. That's uh, when's that coming out? Ten two days? Weeks. Two weeks, yeah. And the next Friday to the eighteenth? Yeah. Oh man, I better I, do I need to finish No. I need to finish nah. this cage. Nah. Nah. If like all you need to know is that at the end of Luke, if you don't spoilers, you know, if you don't want to finish Luke Cage, don't worry about it. He just you know he goes back to jail. Right. He turns himself in and goes to jail, and that's the last time you see him. Wait, really? I watched that show. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Motherfucker, I was there." <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh man, spoilers for this thing I already watched. Am I making that up? <laughs> no, no, you're you're right. You're on okay. I'm right. like, what the fuck? Did I? Am I making that up in my head? <laughs> I'm there with you, homie. I'm there with you. I got you. Yeah. So like, so it's gonna be you know how you know we're gonna have to see how he gets back from that and. One of the criticisms I saw was that they didn't really, they don't really get the gang together until like all four of them together until episode three. Well, but I'm you, totally you fine gotta, with that. You gotta build it up, man. Yeah, right. I'm totally you fine can't with just that. Have them together and it make no sense. Yeah, because no, I, like I don't the, consider that a valid criticism at all. Uh, the Avengers technically don't get together until what, uh, ninety minutes into the Avengers. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. When they have that moment. And that they moment all... that I squeal like a little girl. A wee. My wife looks at me and goes, "Are you going to be okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's great." <laughs> My whole life for this shit. So, yeah. <laughs> so I don't think Cousin Oliver's coming, guys. <laughs> I, you know, I was thinking about this. Did you specify what time zone? Yeah, he did. Yeah, I said, yeah, I said 10 p.m. Eastern, like okay. six times. Just making sure. He has yeah. not um, looked at one of Lee's messages uh, since eight thirty tonight. Yeah, yeah, it's been a little bit, so, and that's okay. It's all right. So let's take a break. Yep, we'll come back. We'll get balls deep into some basketballs, and if cousin Oliver shows up, we'll we'll cut to cousin Oliver. If not, Absolutely. we'll. We'll ride it out as as we do. That's right. We're professionals <laughs> up on this bench. So uh, this song is actually from uh, the Sharknado Five uh, Global Swarming soundtrack, um, and it's just silly. It's a silly good time. Like that trailer, I, that Sharknado Five trailer. I've not seen a Sharknado. That trailer is for goddamn ridiculous. In a very good way. So enjoy this. We'll be back in a minute. Love you, kids. Bye. Yeah. 
Ripped Apparel is your one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway. Every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours. That's just a single day. After that, they're gone forever. And uh, best yet, if you want to check them out, buy a little something, something, they're going to throw a little kickback to us, your folks, your friends here at the podcast. So go to panelsonpage.com, click that banner at the top of the page, or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpage.com, or you can just update your bookmark, check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, Ripped, that's R-I-P-T dot panelsonpage.com. T-shirt started just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on, help us keep the podcast going, help us keep the side, side up, and get you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag, cool shirts, good people, good deals. From your favorite podcast. Yeah. So check it out. Rip.panelsonpages.com. 24 hour limited edition t shirts that are pretty damn awesome. Check it out. And uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Lewis. Jose. 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 Do you have a mute button on that microphone? Jose. <laughs> So it just sounds like he was loudly giving like opposite instructions to whatever Lee was telling us to do. <laughs> so when we started the show tonight, uh, a couple weeks ago, I had a Windows update, and when I brought my computer back on, I opened up uh, Chrome, and I couldn't hear any anything from any YouTube videos. So the update had changed some of my audio settings. So when I opened up Hangouts tonight. I had to go back in uh, when I started the call. I had to go back in and change the audio settings because nobody could hear me and I couldn't hear them. So I had to go back and change those. But what I didn't do was change the settings on XSplit. So we're a couple minutes into the show and Mary comes into my office and says, hey, we can't hear you on the feed. And then I see in the chat that they couldn't hear me on the feed either. And I was like, oh. I just went in and talked to Mary. I was like, man, you know, the past couple of weeks I've had to re-upload the podcast to YouTube because there's been issues or whatever. I was hoping this week we would, you know, get a clean version <laughs> that we could just keep up there. And I was like, should I just should I just let that fly with like the first couple minutes of no audio from me? And then Jose talks through the entire break. <laughs> <laughs> And it and apparently he can't does have mute because he currently has a mute symbol on Hangouts right now, <laughs> <laughs> and and he's nowhere to be found. <laughs> he's been podcasting. There he is. So former fashion for like nine years. <laughs> hey man, but it sounds good. <laughs> uh, did you catch all that? I catch everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too quick. I would catch it. <laughs> oh, shit. The Guardian's uh, on digital now. Yeah. forgot about that. Yep. Oh, jeez, already? I get that shit on the, on the Amazon yeah, to watch. Did you guys watch the uh, video for Inferno? No. It's pretty good. No. It's, it's the... Uh, uh, Zardu Hasselfrost song from the end credits. It's the David yeah, Hasselhoff yeah, song, yeah. and the music video is like an old school seventies uh, psychedelic, like uh, Parliament video almost. 
right. and I'll it's, tell you, I'll tell you it's all the cast members of Guardians of the Galaxy as the band members. That's cool. That's cool. It's pretty ridiculous. Oh uh, man, Palm, Palm, what's her name? Mantis. She's so hot. Palm Mantis. Palm. Co-signed. Palm mm-hmm. Clementiev. Yeah, she's uh, she's not hard to look at. No, she's not. Palm Clamato. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a new like they've got that Palm Wonderful drink, and they've got Clamato. They should team up and make a Palm Clamato. Oh God, <laughs> no. <laughs> A plague on both your houses. Fuck that. <laughs> I Ugh. mean, could you make Clamato worse? Well, that's that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a fair point. What is Clamato? I, I don't know. It's clam it's tomato juice. Yeah. STD. Stay away. Oh, from that me. sounds awful. It's, Why would anyone drink that? Uh, it's it's a thing, man. Gee, yeah, no. Let's just start at clam juice. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't. You can't. You should build a juice an animal. No. I know, like. Michelada is a, a Hispanic thing, and that's uh, tomato tomato juice and something else. But is Clamato a Hispanic thing, Jose? I think we can get people to drink Hamados, so. and that's just ham juice with <laughs> with tomato juice. Yeah, you want they want to see the the dairy market take a fucking tumble? Start calling milk uh, cow juice, <laughs> <laughs> and, just, and just watch it dive. I drink cow juice. A Michelada oh. is a spicy Mexican beer and lime cocktail. But it looks okay. like a Bloody Mary. Oh. And Clamato. Oh, they have an authentic Clamato Michelada. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. This has been Culture Corner on the Popcast. Oh, Clamato is made by Mott's. The guys that do the applesauce. Like a- applesauce people? Yeah. Just decided, hey, we got all these extra clams. Let's juice them and throw in some tomatoes. <laughs> oh, man. I remember when I was in uh, when I was in like fourth or fifth grade, we had the big celebrated reader program in my school. So that thing is like you're fucking you gotta read books and the books are worth points, you take a test like on the computer and you get the points or whatever. And you could like I don't know, redeem your points for little prizes and shit like that. And I remember there was like you know, all the things that they could show that you could get, there was like a little t shirt in the little case. Like I you know, nothing else was any good. I guess I'll 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 take a t shirt, fine. And I forget what it had written on the sleeve. It was a bright shirt, and like you had some word or something on the sleeve. I'm like, oh, I guess that's that's fine. That'll do. And so, you know, I had spent all my reader points on it, you know, because I'm a fucking baller, cool ass kid back in those days. And <laughs> like, I get the shirt, and I unfold the shirt, and all across the shirt is just the biggest goddamn Mott's logo you've ever seen. <laughs> Like, like Mott's would have sponsored the shirts or something. I'm like, you sons of bitches folded that that way on purpose. Like, no one wants a fucking Mott shirt, you pricks. Never wore that shirt. <laughs> Spend those points on nothing, guys. Let me listen to you, kids. Don't let the man steal your reader points, okay? That's, those are your points. What? the Reader points for what? Reading books and shit. Was it Book It? <laughs> No, it was accelerated reader. It was oh, okay, okay. Now, book it was the shit because you got pizza. Fuck That's, yeah, yeah you, you got pizza, right? You got pizza. You got land before time hand puppets. That's right. Oh, oh shit, man. the hand puppets. You mean fuck toys? <laughs> yeah. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Don't don't tell me that someone's putting. Oh man, you ever got fucked by a ducky? Little foot. <laughs> <laughs> putting little foot on their wiener. 
Oh, you know someone did. Me and Mary watched All Dogs Go to Heaven this weekend. I think on Netflix because she hadn't seen it in probably twenty years. How'd that hold up? Uh, it's the animation's really good. Uh, some of the songs are really good too. Uh, but obviously it's uh, Dom DeLuise and Burt Reynolds had a free afternoon and a pile of cocaine, and someone was like, <laughs> someone was like, do we have a project for these guys? Uh, stick them in a sound booth. Let's record them for a couple hours, and then we'll we'll <laughs> we'll make an animated movie about it about like dogs going to heaven or something. Who knows? But do you guys know the story of the little girl from All Dogs Go to Heaven? Uh, Anne Marie. Yes. Bad coke problem. Uh, she <laughs> was murdered by her father. Oh Jesus! Oh yes. What? Yes. I'd rather have the coke problem. Um. Uh, her father, they, uh, her father was like um, Joseph Barsi fled communist Hungary after the 1956 Soviet occupation, and then um, his wife began grooming Judith, who played Anna Marie, uh, to become an actress at the age of five. Uh, she was in Jaws: The Revenge. She was Ducky in Land Before Time. Holy shit! Oh, okay, yeah, I've heard of this. Then, yeah. That's why I just made the connection there. And yeah, um, as Judith's career success increased, Joseph became increasingly angry and would routinely threaten to kill himself, Maria, and Judith. His alcoholism worsened, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so yeah, uh, he, he, he murdered her. That's nuts. I need to never tell that story to my kid. <laughs> Joseph shot her in the head while she was sleeping and then murdered his wife. Oh my god. <laughs> Double what murder, did you... suicide. I was going to say, <laughs> did you go to uh, Papa Chicken first? I'm like... <laughs> oh man. You Love know, that. It's a chicken. good pop cast when the running theme is Double Murder, Suicide, <laughs> sung in a happy tune. Jose, uh, Kelly, you, you got to shine a light on that darkness, son. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. I think that should be a new soundbite for a new podcast intro. Murder <laughs> <laughs> suicide. No, no. Kelly, Kelly, saying that you know it's a good podcast when we're able to <laughs> reference double murder suicide twice. Because uh, it is. Cut it out. We'll put it in there. Shit gets dark on basketball <laughs> nights. <laughs> all right, we got some emails. We got emails. Oh shit! I didn't expect emails. So sorry. Sorry. Fan mail. Uh, if you want to email us, you fucking should. We're not going to do it for you, you pricks. Uh, email podcast at panelsonpages.com. Uh, our buddy Zero rides in. He's Zero who we have to thank for this fucking nonsense. Yeah, big up, Zero. Uh, he rides in. Uh, he sent a little audio clip, which we'll play in a minute. But he says um, he missed his, his duties last week. But between his new job and family vacation to Vegas, he had to prioritize. Um and he said he has the next two seasons planned out in his head, so the actual fantasy league will return this fall. I like oh, it. I like I like Zero as the actual fantasy commissioner. I dig yeah. it. I dig it. He earned I love it. it. He earned it, man. He deserves it. He sends in a second email. Hit the applaud button. <laughs> yeah, Where's my goddamn applause sounder? Do I have an but. applause sounder? Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Hold on. Hold on. 
party now. That shouldn't have played. I opened uh, up the uh, playlist that has podcast sounders, and it's just a fucking. It's a. It it is a time capsule. <laughs> did you, did you open the folder and great? Sometimes a whore. It's Kerouac's relationship corner. How about this one? I treat a bitch like Seven Up. I never have. I never will. <laughs> Classic. Come on, son. Oh, I love it. Uh, he writes in a second time. The subject line is San Diego Comic-Con. It says, quote, We should all go, but not buy tickets to San Diego. Yeah, we'll just crash at Zero's house. End quote. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was on to say, you guys are always welcome at the house of Z. I could easily fit a few airbeds in the living room and office and have a big-ass couch. Downtown Slash Convention is a simple trolley ride away. Come to SDCC. We'll have a blast without one of their goddamn eighty day eighty dollar a day pages. <laughs> That's go. it. Eighty make, bucks a day. That's not too bad. We might make the pilgrimage after all. See, I got. We have an office. My company has an office in San Diego, and so a couple of the resident nerds go. And I was talking to uh, one of the guys uh, last week. I'm like, so, uh, how was LionCon? He said, Liney. Lots of lines. <laughs> Boy, I stand in line for hours. I go, yeah. It's all the same shit you did in our house. He's like, yeah, yeah, you sure did. <laughs> did yeah. you see that uh, Conan bit? Uh, no. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Uh, some someone fucking vamp. Okay, no, I got it. All here, right, here guys. You know, uh, you know what you mailbag are... we haven't uh, delved into in quite a while. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, let's take a dive into the Todd Crisley memes messages. Oh, shit. Now, for those Stephanie right. Kelly set up a, meme, uh, a Facebook page called Todd Crisley memes. It's actually called Todd Crisley memes. He does not update this in any kind of irregularity irregu- whatsoever. Has more, uh, likes, he will... has more likes than panels on pages.com. Yep, 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 yep sure does. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, but Kelly will receive messages... Almost daily. Uh, it's slowed down quite a bit since the okay. current season, since it's not on right now. Well, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah in, in prime Crisley time, uh, that mailbox is hopping from people that think they're actually messaging uh, the uh, Todd uh, Joseph Crisley. Yeah. <laughs> Stephanie writes, Hey, Todd, is Stephanie. <laughs> Thanks, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> Rose writes, Todd. I wait, wait, that was it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it was. Rose yeah. writes, Todd, I absolutely love your family. Your show is so great. I love Nanny Faye. My mom is 93 years old, and she loves her bingo in the slots. God love her. <laughs> you have a true family value. Your whole family is wonderful. I felt bad that Savannah didn't win Miss Teen USA, because in my opinion, she should have. She is stunning. Look forward to the new season. Thanks, Rose. (laughs) Debbie writes. What up, Debbie? I love you. You are my inspiration to go from homeless to buying a new car. The only (laughs) thing I want to do, Todd, is meet y'all. Please and thank you. (laughs) <laughs> like, man, maybe I shouldn't be homeless anymore. I should buy a car. <laughs> then my car can be my home. You can straight up live in a car if it's big enough. Patricia writes. Or if you want it bad enough. 
Dear Todd, I love your show and your family. You have faith in God, and I believe your family does, too. My husband passed away last Monday, and I'm lost without him. It was always me and Vern, and now he's with God and some of my family and my baby girl and her twin girls and my grandson, Logan. It's been so many passings, I can't find words to say. I don't know what the future will bring me, but with God's help, I hope I get through this. God bless you all, and hope all goes well for you and your family. No punctuation. No punctuation. Not a single one. I read it as written. (laughs) I appreciate that. I appreciate that. All those deaths. You know what that makes All those people died. Yeah, you know what that makes me think? Double (laughs) (laughs) murder-suicide. I I may have asked you this before. I I don't know. Uh, I forget. But, like, a recurring theme in these emails is all about, you know, Chrisley's being a God-fearing man and whatnot. Like, is that a theme of the show, or are they just projecting? He's. I've seen him pray. Okay. Yeah, but okay. It's, it's not like a one of the stronger themes of the show. Like these emails would lead me to believe that, like you know, Chrisley knows best is to fucking lead into the Seven Hundred Club. Yeah. Yeah. No, not really. Or your boy, uh, what's his name, Lee? Uh, uh, Joel Onstein. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking low Joel Austin, the goddamn weirdo. What's that? What's that Twitter account you follow? Uh, there's a there's a, uh, a, a, a a Twitter account called Joel Dongstein uh, oh, that, that takes good. all of Joel Austin's tweets and replaces the word God with uh, your dick. <laughs> Whenever I see Joel Austin, I always think he's Zach Braff. <laughs> May as well be. Oh, for example, uh, Joel Dongstein tweeted out just two hours ago, uh, your dick uses adversity to push you towards your purpose. His dream for you, for your life was greater than you can imagine. Uh, here's one. Here's a good one. When you get knocked down, you have to get back up again. Your dick didn't bring you this far to leave you. <laughs> Shit's dumb. Love it. You got any more Chris Lee emails? Kelly? Uh, yeah, I got two that were just people sending links to me. Uh, here's one from Rachel that is also sending me a link, but uh, the caption that goes along with it, we are in need of donations for funerals so he can be laid to rest. Oh, God. It's, I know I've said this before, and it always boggles my mind that people are just so eager to get in touch with Todd Chrisley and they're they're just ready to send a link or write this long email about all the people they've murder suicided <laughs> that they butthole they don't like, pay attention to who they're sending it to. Nope. They're just Karen sends a link to help me finish college. To help her finish college, I should say. And Vonnie sends me a video about uh, meal replacement shakes. <laughs> Wait, hold up. Hold up a second. Vani sends me a clip to a video from Todd Crisley on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so that means she took a video from the real Todd Crisley <laughs> and decided to send it to me. <laughs> Uh, for fucking whatever reason. And you're not even... Technically, you're not even the fake Todd Chrisley. You're not even trying to present yourself as Todd Chrisley. In fact, in the in the profile it says, I am not Todd Chrisley. 
Imagine what kind of shit the actual Todd Creasley gets on a daily basis. Oh this is my what you're god. Getting. Oh. This is what I've said. It's an interesting window into the celebrity. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's a lot more fun than uh, the at mentions the 11th hour gets on Twitter from people <laughs> watching Brian Williams on CNN. Oh, God. Ooh, he asking him them hardball questions. <laughs> <laughs> at Joseph Landry Jr. on Twitter at the 11th hour, fact-checking Trump with real news continues to expose his alternative facts, quote-unquote lies with something he knows not, quote-unquote truth. <laughs> Testify. People are insane. <laughs> Pe people should not be allowed to have the internet. At Crab Q tweets at the eleventh hour. Vladimir Putin is punching down. California's economy laps. Are you former President Carter's new solar farm and other renewables? Barry Putin, kissy smiley. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Christ. here is that uh, uh, Conan line con video. You love everything about Comic-Con, the superheroes, the cosplay, the awesome lines, but now there's a new convention that has all that minus the superheroes and the cosplay. <laughs> it's LineCon, the ultimate convention <laughs> for line superfans. From the moment you arrive, you'll be greeted with a check-in line, then a line to collect your badge, then another line to get a program schedule, a line for your gift bag, and a line to get on the escalators which will take you to the convention floor where you can wait in over 300 other lines. We hire TSA officers to guarantee wait times of four hours and up, or buy our VIP package and receive a not-so-fast pass that sends you directly to the back of every line. Sign up for a workshop and learn classic line-standing techniques, straight lines, curvy lines, lines with weird breaks in them, clusters of people who don't know where the line starts, or catch a panel with people who have waited in line for Hamilton, the Cronut, every pair of new Jordans, and a keynote with the inventor of the butterfly chair. Plus, celebrity meet and greet with famed British line master, Dr. Q. Don't get your panties wet, ladies. There's only one restroom, and the line for it is huge. Plus, be sure to stay for the closing night party, where we'll create the world's largest human line to be. It's LineCon. The tickets go on sale Monday. Line forming now. They had a... It, the human line to was a human centipede that spelled out LineCon. That's ah. pretty great. Not all of it translated to I, I feel like I might be over that whole fucking scene, man. Like, that's a, that's a young man's game, I feel like. <laughs> like we got. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be there if I wasn't getting paid. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah. That that uh, Star Wars celebration experience was uh, a shock to the system, y'all. Oh, it was ex experience. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's see. Um. I believe that is all of our non-tournament mail. Yes. All right. And now, I, I, before we start, before we play Zero's intro, you know, we spent last weekend together. So I got to see, like, in person, like, I, I've watched Nyes in person, like, you know, wring his hands. Like, it came up casually and naturally in conversation, like, 700 times. <laughs> Like, 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 what the fuck he's gonna do to take out John's team? So, like, nice just put in the work. That's yep. all I'm gonna say. I was, uh, I was definitely workshopping, and uh, you know, I was, I was, I'm worried about my team's chances. So, I, I wasn't getting any help, 
but no. Uh, no, 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 you guys no, no, were not at all. He was just talking it out. Uh, talking I, it you out. guys yeah. were like a sounding board. Yeah, and then uh, and then I will also say that uh, Juggalo John did send in his uh, response, his his pitch, but not until late yesterday. <laughs> all right. He's been, he's been, and it's, it's, it's uh, not short. Down to the wire. Not fucking <laughs> around. Thinking. Could not be. This is, thinking. For the, this is for the title. It's good, it's good stuff. Good stuff. All right. So, so what, what zero send in for us, nice? All right. What's up, population? It's your actual Fantasy League Commissioner. Before we move into the finals, I'd like to point out an error last week, something you all overlooked in my absence. The rules clearly state no reality-altering characters or time travel. Now, I'm not going to say John's team would have lost without Barry time traveling. Maybe the other ones still would have won against Amazo. I don't decide the winners, I just make the policy. And so, because of this, Regardless of who now wins the finals, their victory will have to be marred with an asterisk. Sorry guys, maybe you should ask Barry to go back in time and stop himself from time traveling. <laughs> with that aside, I'd also like to take a quick moment to thank everyone for participating in this. I feel confident calling this the best sports meets podcast event we've ever had. Suck it, Fantasy League football. <laughs> and with that, on to the finals. Ladies and gentlemen, the podcast in cooperation with Zero proudly present the Population Actual Fantasy League Basketball Finals. On the Marvel side, we have Nice's team, the Fantastic Three, Mr. Fantastic, the Invisible Woman, and the Thing. Representing Team DC, Juggalo Johns, the other ones. The Flash, Wally West. Kyle Rayner, the Green Lantern. And the Elongated Man. May the best team win. I do recall questioning the use of time travel in Juggalo John's strategy. You very well may have. I did. Let's see here. Um... But I, here seeing, I don't know if I would have fared any better against Joe Wang's team. <laughs> oh, you know, it does fucking flat out say or time travel. That's, yeah. that, that's on us. <laughs> well, well to scroll down a little bit. I remembered it said no reality altering characters. And I th- thought I didn't remember that he actually had no time travel on there. I just felt that time travel altered reality. And that should yeah, have no, fallen. Yeah, it flat out says or time travel. Yep. So, whoops. Whoopsie. <laughs> so great. And who 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 did he beat with that one? He beat Joe Wang's villains on the run with Bane, Amazo, and Professor Zoom. Because what did he do? He did something. He had Wally West go back in time to uncreate Amazo or something like that. Or to set him up with some kind of a virus that would reset him, but like give him all this great basketball skills or something. It, it, it was solid. It was it was good. It was a good idea. And you know, it's illegal as fuck, huh? <laughs> it was, but it, it was, frankly, it was still pretty close. 
though. You know? it, it, that, well, that's okay. That's on us. Yeah, even with that, it wasn't a blowout. So, so Joe Wang's boys put up a put up a, a hearty fight. I tried, but so he have uh, been disqualified to begin with, technically. All right. So well, I mean, on the result, you can use. Uh, guys, you can call it in the air. Heads or tails? Heads. All right. It was tails. So John's <laughs> going first. <laughs> Well, John's not on the line, so he should go first anyhow. <laughs> yeah. It was it was sporting. That's sure, how it works, sure, you know. Sure. It's all right. All right, John writes this. He says, well, I'm glad you gave me two weeks to think of what to do, because to be honest, I don't think I was getting out of the last round. My time travel plan was a long shot, but I'm glad it worked. Side note, the NBA Jam ad, it was just a plan to get you guys to let that fly. Oh, that's right. He gave him all the powers of NBA Jam. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, the Fantastic Three is really the best Marvel could put up. The first family of the court. So I think I will go one by one and try to neutralize each of Nyes' team. First, holy shit, Reed Richards and da- Ralph Dibney have the exact same powers. So I feel like, what? how did that happen? That's true, yeah. That is super interesting. All right, uh, so I feel one cancels out the other. Each stretch or block of the one is matched by the other. They just tangle each other up like a porn in a taffy factory. <laughs> uh, second, that is a vivid image. Uh, second is Sue Richards. I feel that Kyle's power ring can easily find her and her invisible force fields by just projecting a ball, a field of green energy designed to push up against objects and people, but allow them through like a fog, making them stand out. So Kyle can help make nothing invisible get in the way of Wally. As for her force fields, yeah, you can't see hers, but Kyle's fields are more powerful. I'm pretty sure Kyle's constructs will be able to put too much stress on any field Sue can make anyway, causing her to be forced to drop them. So now Sue is just a blonde lady with no useful powers and questionable basketball skills. Finally, Ben Grimm. He is a slow rock man. <laughs> Wally can run circles around him. Kyle can make a construct armor to help muscle up against Ben. Elongated man can stretch and move around Ben easily, but I will admit, knowing Reed, Ben will be more able to adapt to elongated man best. Uh, ben may as well just be a big orange rock sitting in the middle of a court because he'll be doing just about the same thing as one. Uh, Cal and Wally are longtime friends and have been teammates for almost as long as any hero team around, as well as elongated man being a teammate for many years also. So their team cooperation is on a level, maybe not at a family unit level, that makes F3's teamwork level not that big of a strength. Look for my replies in the chat. Anything nice may come up with is a counter. This has been so much fun, win or lose. Oh, you actually put it XOXO, Juggalo John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, P.S. I'm so glad Lee mixed up Elongated Man with Plastic Man because it shows that my team name was perfect. <laughs> he mixed EM up with the other one. <laughs> right on. All right. And what was, wow. your, what was your nickname for Elongated Man? I think I called him a manic simpleton. <laughs> yeah. All right. Who knew that'd be the one that stuck? <laughs> All right. What you got, Jason Nice? All right. Well, uh, he kind of played right into my hands. So, oh. So he's putting Invisible Woman up against Green Lantern and Green Lantern's constructs. Well, in my scenario, at the tip-off... It has been shown that if Kyle Rayner or if a Green Lantern is not concentrating, they can have their ring removed. So Kyle Rayner 
is getting ready for the jump ball. Sue goes invisible, sneaks up behind him, slips the ring off of his finger, and chucks it in the fucking negative zone. <laughs> so Kyle Rayner is essentially uh, an athletic white guy now. And that uh, completely negates John's whole defense of Green Lantern's constructs taking out Invisible Woman's force fields. Uh, moving on to Elongated Man versus Reed. Uh, he says that they essentially cancel each other out. Except, Elongated Man's elasticity has a limitation compared to Reed Richards. So, in every instance where they're one-on-one, Reed is going to be at least a little bit ahead of Elongated Man. Whether it's... And and basketball, it can be in a game of inches. And that's all he needs. Reed can fucking expand to... He he can reduce himself essentially to a liquid. And uh, Ralph Dibney is Elongated Man, correct? Yes. He still has some semblance of a human physiology that he can't stretch and contort and uh, liquefy himself as much as Reed Richards. So Reed gets the edge over Elongated Man. He gets so wet. (laughs) And then uh, to combat the Flash, I feel like the Flash is John's strongest competitor there. Once you take the ring off of Kyle, and you, I wasn't getting much in the way of the the Flash's presence on the court, but uh, to me, he's the biggest threat. So uh, not only is Sue throwing out invisible pylons randomly across the uh, basketball court, which essentially are uh, blockades here and there to where uh, Flash is running, and he might be slamming into something that he doesn't see that's there. You know, he, he's got super speed and he can fucking see things and move maneuver around them, but he can't if it's invisible. And she's constantly moving things, these things around like chess pieces. So one is never in the same position. So he can't really adapt to them, to their positioning. And also, uh, this is a little bit more of a stretch and not one of the... Uh, strategies that uh, (laughs) everybody liked very much when I was pitching them. But Reed uh, stretches himself like a game of snake, creating a massive moving maze on the court, which prevents Wally from just driving a hoop, driving a hoop, driving a hoop. He, at the very least, has to run through this fucking Reed Richards maze every time he's trying to drive for the hoop. And if uh, Elongated Man is guarding him, he's got two snakes to deal with. You got Ralph trying to keep up with Mr. Fantastic, and you got two snakes just completely covering the entire court and making it impassable. And then if the thing is a slow rock man, no. The thing is agile, super strong, and the thing that uh, separates him the most is his indomitable will. I talked about uh, when he was up against the blob, how he would just be grinding on the blob all game. And I wasn't talking about like grinding on him uh, physically. 
Physically, yes. Physically grinding on him. But I'm talking about, like, wearing him down, just constantly coming at him nonstop, just in his face, annoying. That, uh, that, that, that Yankee Street shit talk. Yeah, just annoying yeah. him gr- and and literally grinding on him with rough rock elbows. Uh, let me see here. Uh, the Flash... If he uses his speed force too much, he can find himself trapped in the speed force forever. So he's got to watch how much he's using that. And also, worst case scenario, the negative zone rips open at some point. Annihilus comes out, starts attacking the crowd. All the heroes go to uh, stop Annihilus. Uh, you got Green Lantern and Flash and Elongated Man trying to push him back into the negative zone. They push him too far, and uh, the portal closes behind him, and then the game's over. They uh, lose by forfeit. <laughs> it might be a bit of a leap. It is a bit of a leap, but, you know. And I can't not mention, as John did, the Fantastic Four's teamwork. Still. Kyle and Wally have been teammates, but there's nothing better as far as the first family when it comes to teamwork. And that's what I got. What you got, Juggalo John? All right. Okay. All right, I'm not mad at it. All right. Uh, just quick counterpoints. John does mention in the chat that the the business of Jack in the Ring would probably only work on Hal because he's a better lantern. This is a very specious excuse. I, I don't know. I don't know. I will fully I, admit. I think that's too far of a stretch because as as much as you can say he's distracted and she can slip it off, then he can say, well, he's doesn't get distracted like that and then you can't get it off i think it's too much of a stretch to rely on winning that way i with that move i I do like the reed richards has the advantage over uh elastic man i still don't like the fucking snake thing i didn't like it the first time i heard it (laughs) i didn't like it the second time i heard it and i don't think and I think the blockades were getting into if he does hit it, is that start counting as an illegal pick? How? It's invisible. Yeah, and but you're still hitting him. Yeah, like, but uh, how do you know? I'm. How do you know? But if how he, does the if he know? hits one as she's moving it because she can't keep up with his speed, now it's an illegal pick. No, she wouldn't be moving them. She would be placing them, and they're oh. invisible. <laughs> they're invisible. Yeah, so. Then, so the ref doesn't know that they're there. Wally doesn't know that they're there. Oh, I got like that. No, bitch, he just tripped. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. I still I don't will, like the snake, though. I will admit that my Hail Mary is stealing Kyle's ring. Well, because... your Hail Mary is the negative zone opening. <laughs> <laughs> that was just for... you said, that was... said worst case... <laughs> The fabric of time disintegrates, <laughs> and all the heroes get trapped, and they can't finish the game. No, so no. like worst case, like Secret Wars three happens. Okay, <laughs> the Beyond comes through and is wearing Uggs, just, and shit gets weird. I, you know, I, I'm not necessarily 
altering reality, but who's to say no. that a nihilist wouldn't show up uh, during a three-on-three basketball game <laughs> and rip open the negative zone? It is just as likely as any other time a nihilist it, would show up. I'll give is, you that. He it shows is, up like Tupac on juice or no, no, <laughs> above the rim. It is easily okay, okay. my I most... Will, I'm actually... I will give you Sue Steele's... Kyle's ring. If you give that to me, then it's over. Because that, I, yeah, I at that, that point, it's over. Yeah, but I don't necessarily think that. Even if that happens, I don't know that Sue could keep or uh, the, uh, the 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 snake blockade would be worth a goddamn against the Flash because his reflexes are just too fucking fast. Like it's not going to have any positive effect you want it to have. I don't think. I feel like it would, even if it slows him down a millisecond, it's it's worth it. Yeah, but a millisecond doesn't do anything really. In a millisecond, you're traversing it's half a basketball court. And you also have to keep in mind that at the end of this crazy Reed Richards snake maze is the thing ready to swat anything out of the air that yeah, but the I, Flash but puts up. Reed Richards would be so fatigued trying to keep up with the Flash. He'll end up tying himself in I a just, fucking... I don't think he can keep up I would also... No, I don't... I don't might, that. that might work once. Let me like, the also... First time he tries it, you know, I... But that shit ain't working all game. I, but I let off... Remember, John didn't really figure Wally into his strategy much at all. So I just want to put that out there that I've got an answer for Wally and John didn't really figure him into the strategy whatsoever. Uh, Joe Wang in the chat says, can't Wally phase through, say, any of the opponent's team by vibrating to bypass the blockages? And that's actually a good point. Yeah, but that's, he has to be able to true. he has to be able to see something to be able to vibrate well, through it. Does he though, or can he just be in a constant state of? Uh, yeah, but if if he's oh, in a, I think that'd be tough because what is the vibrational frequency of invisible? Right, shit? and if he's constantly vibrating through things, it's isn't, isn't he going to? Couldn't he possibly get stuck? He couldn't get stuck, but if he's if he's buzzing the vibrate, I don't think he can dribble a ball. That, yeah, good point. Thanks, Lee. Yeah. <laughs> that too shit. Hey, I am. An unpart, an impartial third party to this thing. I'm just trying to, <laughs> I'm putting on my best sports analysis hat, trying to have a fair game here. That's all. I did my homework, and on paper, John's team kills my team. Yeah, they're overpowered. It it should be impossible for the Fantastic Three to even put up a defense against John's team. But they got me behind them. <laughs> <laughs> You're the dream team coach. Yeah, I'm. I'm the fucking Phil Jackson of this triangle offense. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Jose got that reference. Yeah, I'm, I'm a killer. That sounds about right. <laughs> I'd buy that. Uh, Tito's gonna enjoy it when he listens to this on the download. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Jackson, Michael's brother. Got it. <laughs> hmm. know, Tito actually is Michael's brother. Hey. Okay. All right. I'll give you the ring thing. I really think that in the intensity of getting ready for that first jump ball, I think it's not unreasonable that Sue could jack that ring. Yeah, but don't you think he'll start feeling it slip 
and just close his fist in instinctually from years of making sure that ring never comes off his hand. I don't know. Like I've, I've, I've. But we don't know his his prep work either. That thing might be like taped down. I have that. damn near lost a wedding ring a couple of times. <laughs> it, 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 it can happen. <laughs> yeah, I've had my wedding ring fall off in the shower a few times. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, they're, they're, you know, granted, it's not a invisible thing. computer, but Look, okay, Jose, I'll give you this scenario. Say he does feel it coming off his finger. As he's getting ready for the jump ball, he loses his concentration for the jump ball, and the Fantastic Four immediately gets uh, an advantage. Well, unless first possession. it's the first team that scores wins, I don't think that matters. It matters it in that. No, no it, it doesn't. Because then in why basketball, is there the- it has been proven many a times that the team that can score the first 50 points still can lose the game. Sure, sure. But still, off off of the bat, off of the jump ball, there is but, an advantage. Okay, so, uh, okay, no. I'll, so I'll do this. The, the only advantage you get is you could possibly score first, and you get the ball to start the fourth quarter. Those are the only advantages of winning the tip-off. You could score first. So, so best-case scenario, you hit a three and get fouled, you're up 4 nothing. That's the best-case scoring scenario. Well... Maybe you even get the ball back because after he got called for the foul, he got a technical and you guys got to shoot the free throw. So that's another point. <laughs> and then you got the ball back. I'm bored. So best case scenario, you're starting off 5 nothing with the ball. Joanne puts up a point, too. It says, wouldn't movement before the jump ball be illegal? Ooh, but she's God in, damn, she's invisible. Mm. Ouch! No, you can't. Yeah, you can't move until the ball's been tipped. Otherwise, that's a violation. You re-jump it. She's invisible. Well, yeah, the ref would be like, "Hey, where's yeah, another?" Hey, where the fuck is? Yeah, but you can't be invisible during the tip-off. He's you got you got to. That's like saying when they're shooting free throws, she's invisible. Where in the but rules they, does it say the invisible woman can't be invisible at the tip-off? Why would I pick? The invisible woman, if she didn't have the ability to become invisible. But even, <laughs> yeah, but, but even, at but the tip how off, would you know yeah, if she's there or not? Because at that point, that's a foul for the other team for what, 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 on what, the court, right? What I'm saying is, is there's certain situations where you have to be visible, otherwise it's a violation. I will. Even, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Tip ball and free throws. I'll say she can be invisible the whole goddamn game. That's fine. Yeah, but. I agree if with Lee. <laughs> movements whilst jump bowling or before the jump bowling is, in fact, a rule that is illegal, I don't know. I'm taking Joe Wayne's word for it. He doesn't even know what the fuck's going on. If that is, in fact, a rule, I could say even if she is invisible, you know, fucking, you know, Kyle loses his ring. Like, hey, bitch, you stole my ring. I need, I need, I'm gonna need some, some free throws. Prove I think. it. Prove it. Go to the, go to the uh, instant replay. See, ah, you don't want to build your strategy around like actual. Yeah, but then if you go, if you go to the instant, (laughs) I don't. (laughs) It's a gentleman's game. Show that she's taking the ring off his finger. Will will it? His finger's got to fucking move. Like it's going to move in an awkward position, and you're going to see the ring. 
Slowed I, off. I don't know. Especially somebody was, the, the infrared video cameras. Yeah, so, somebody better have an infrared video camera or throw a bucket of water on Invisible Woman because yeah, but, that shit well, won't hold up don't in get a... too close to Reed Richards because he gets real wet. That shit won't hold up in a court of law. <laughs> I, I'm all for being invisible, but there's certain points to the game where the rules overcome whatever powers you have if they violate the rules. Uh, and if the rule is, is, is you know, on things of movement of violation, you got to be seen. I already feel shamed that we let the time traveling fly. <laughs> yeah, which I pointed out. Remember, Ex you did extra you did, point, fair. extra point Amen. for me. Look, no, all, all I'm saying is this: you got me on everything but the fucking snake game <laughs> and stealing the ring. That that's what I'm saying. I I think he underestimated the thing. Yeah. The calling the, the thing the most. I think if there's anything that comes out of that, he underestimated the thing, calling him slow and not doing yes. anything. The thing is, so a I big... think the speed will catch them off guard, and they're not going to be able to guard them because they have no plan for guarding a fast, just bulldozing thing. Which game plan that because that's what he's been doing the whole tournament is just bulldozing people. <laughs> and while I think that the Snake game would not work. I think the idea of Sue just randomly throwing up invisible pylons in the way would f fuck up Wally's world. Yeah, but eventually, you're doing him harm. So how legal is it to let a man run at 100 miles per hour into a wall constantly? Well, that's up to him. He didn't have to run that fast. <laughs> eventually, when he's just... Floored on the ground with a fucking concussion. She never touched him, Jose. She never touched him, not one time. And she was visible the whole goddamn time. All right, as long as I can see her. That's right. Hey, uh, 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 how about this? How about this? Uh, at the jump ball, Sue is invisible, and she's sneaking around to steal Kyle's ring. But Reed and Ben are pretending like she's in the backcourt and they're talking to her and they're looking <laughs> they're looking in her direction like you ready sue <laughs> misdirection so the ref thinks she's on the court but she's not Damn, i'm not buying it no one's denying she's not on the court the question is is she moving during the tip off no that's the question oh <laughs> 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 she's no. not can you see her moving nope not moving and that's why she that's why all members of the team need to be seen at tip off and during free throws <laughs> if a tree falls in the wood and nobody's around here does that shit make a sound <laughs> i'm just saying you got me on everything but those two quirky little little nose this is not uh It's not. A, it's not a guaranteed either way. I I will hundred percent concede on paper. I lose this. Yeah, but your logic is super sound. Uh, yeah, I, I think I'm going to not allow the ring takeage. Oh, Lee, Lee, you were totally for the ring takeage before. 
But then I learned that moving before the jump ball is against the rules. Yeah, but I addressed you're, that. You're, yeah, but she's in the backcourt. No goddamn cheaters. Here's the thing: you, you need for for your team to win, you need a lot of things to go right. Go right, like sure. like fabric and time breaking open. Yeah, that was just an extra little bit there. But that 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 isn't required. You have a wild thing. What? Who was not <laughs> a wild well thing? prepared for? Does he make my heart sing? <laughs> he might. He, he makes make everything <laughs> feel good. But I think not being ready for dealing with the thing hurts a lot. Yeah, because he's been wrecking shit this entire tournament. Made him to the goddamn finals. He's been the yeah. sleeper of my team, essentially. And he's been, he's the he's been the anchor yeah. of the team, and you have no... Um, I, I believe it was decided in a previous week that Thing does, in fact, got ups. He does. Yeah. He does. Yep. If you have no game plan to stop the best person on the team, you're not going to beat that team. Because he's just gonna go fucking hog wild on you. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like that's like showing up to play the Bulls and being like, "Oh shit, they had Michael Jordan." A, a big Rocky or <laughs> Michael Jordan. I I you, you can't forget to to have a game plan for the best player. I like where you're going with this, Jose, because. You're leaning towards my side with it. And <laughs> even though some of my shit is ridiculous and out there and, you know, best case scenario, it happens by luck. I did try to have an answer for every member of John's team. Yeah, the answers are fucking solid. Uh, and Rock I, solid. I uh, respect each member of the team as a competitor and as a threat in this final round. Dismissing the thing... As a slow orange rock man, might it might bite you in the ass. All right, let's take it to it, uh, Jose. All right, all right, all right. I'm still thinking. I'm still thinking because <laughs> I'm I, okay. <laughs> Kelly, you ready? All right. You, yeah. We got Kelly. At the end of the day. I'll always go with the established team over the team that's just mashed together and hope that they have some teamwork. So I'm going Fantastic Three. Oh, shit. In your scenario, Kelly, does uh, Sue get the Green Lantern ring? I don't see why she couldn't. All right. Because it's fucking illegal. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think so. I don't think she gets the ring. I'm with Lee. I'm with this is street ball. There's no rules in Kelly's Well, tournament. there's rules. But it's not street ball. It's the fucking goddamn league of extraordinary <laughs> basketball players. And there's rules. You know, this is the finals. There's got to be a winner. The referee's yeah, going to look the final, other way. Those uh, relaxed rules. Well, yeah. yeah, this is going to be relaxed rules. Well, that needs uh, relaxed rules were not stipulated. I feel like Sue going invisible is using the rules to her advantage, just like Hack a Shack. 
would. You know, no. fouling someone intentionally, that's not cool, but it's within the rules. And if, with, if yeah, you're within, within the, rules, the rules, is you can't move. Yeah, she's invisible. No one knows she's moving. And that's why she can't be invisible during tip-off. I know she's moving. I'm sorry, but in the rules, I do not see Sue cannot be invisible during tip-off. No, no, again, I have no beef at all with her being invisible. I just think, you know, just Jack and Drink at that point, given the information given to me now, I call bullshit on that because it's fucking cheating. It's only cheating you if you get caught. And you got caught. How did I get ca- caught? I reround the tape. <laughs> I see it. <laughs> you didn't see nothing. I, knew, I, knew, I was looking for. What? What, what did you see? Fuckery. And what I did saw you see? Complete fuckery. <laughs> what did you see? What did you see? I saw fucking his ring on his finger, and then not on his finger. Oh. and an invisible bitch gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you don't think it could have just fallen off of his hand? Fallen off where? If it I didn't fell see off. it. I didn't see it uh, roll off. Into the sunset. I didn't see it hit the ground. I saw it go into an invisible chick's pocket. Uh, the ring does have the ability to move around on its own. You know, Does it? Yeah. Because the, guy- the ring can find its its uh, owner. So Yeah, right before the jump ball, the ring was like, fuck off, Jordan. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so if the ring can find its owner, once you take it off, wouldn't it go right back to him? Yeah, say, uh, yeah. No, 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 no. I don't like this lady and start screaming, she's not my mom. I have I have two answers. <laughs> the ring pulls ans- out a reap whistle. <laughs> two, I don't two, know her. Two answers to that. Like In my intro, I said that she f- drops it in the negative zone or she throws it into an invisible force field ball and fucking chucks it. Force football to give you. She can't just throw it into the negative zone. She that's not her power set. Um, <laughs> throwing, throwing is in her power set. I didn't say she opened the negative zone. I'm just saying, saying she, she threw it. Throw? I'm just saying the negative zone is open and is closing as she chucks it in there. That seems really fucking irresponsible. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that is super irresponsible use of a negative zone portal. In that scenario, like, no one's going to go, wait just a goddamn minute. All right, how about this? John in the chat just says, after you take the ring, how do you keep Wally from getting it back to uh, to Kyle? And I'm like, I don't. But while Wally is trying to get a Green Lantern ring out of an invisible force field ball, we've scored 19 points. That's all solid logic. Ah. (laughs) Don't know that you get the ring then. Uh. All right, I'm going. uh, I'm going to other ones. But it's not. It's not easy. It's close. Fucking close. I'm I'm going with other ones. Just because the speedster uh, lantern combo is hard to fuck with. Manic simpleton aside. Okay. He, he, he's <laughs> who happened to be a very reasonable Batman level detective. He's in the chat. Oops. Yeah, John's in the chat. Okay. So you can be in the chat too, you know. Well, which I'm I'm looking at the chat, but I don't see nothing going on. All it says is hide messages and I just see a link. Are you on the YouTube chat, Jose? Man, what's, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Here, uh, I will link you 
to the YouTube live page. I'll link it in the the Facebook group, and I'll link it on the Hangouts call. Just make sure okay. you mute it as soon as you pull it up. He sounds great. Okay, we'll we'll work on the chat. We're we're baby stepping it, but he sounds fucking amazing right now. So right. it's okay. Right. But you should Again, like. There's some good chat going on. We always got good chat going on. So I was in the fucking thing. <laughs> I was so, in there. Just turned that I was so, in fact not reading. So yet. what? What do you got? A question for John? You got a? Yeah, I do. What do you? What do you the got? Fourth quarter, and you're down, and fucking the thing's been whooping your ass all game. The Let's end. See. <laughs> I see a chat. Where is it? Okay, there it is. There it is. There it is. All right. So, what are you going to do to stop the thing? It's the fourth quarter and you're down. If See, that that's where I have to give it to the Fantastic Four. Because I think not having a plan to stop the most dominant player of the tournament In uh, Lee, in John's uh, strategy, did he mention uh, Kyle's constructs being an easy match for the thing? Oh, yeah. He oh, did? Yeah. Okay. So if Kyle has the ring, he's using the constructs up against the thing. Mm. And I admit, if Kyle has the ring, I'm I'm kind of shit out of luck. But I, I put in a fucking fight, that's for sure. Well, with that logic, it's got to go to the other guys. Because I don't see her taking the ring. You don't, don't see it, see it because she's invisible. Illegal. You don't see it because she's invisible. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle can make a matching suit of rock armor. He's right. That's true. Very true. But does he look and as good doing it? <laughs> Does he look as good wearing it? Who wears this rock sexier? <laughs> Who wore it best? <laughs> Next time in Pop Actual Fantasy Us Weekly. Uh, I'm sorry, but this is where I don't see the ring. It, it, if the only way the team wins is if he doesn't have the ring on. Yes. Your only way of getting the ring off is by cheating. Because. The that is Kyle Kyle Rayner's only weakness is not having the ring. Like I can't even fuck around with having my entire team wear yellow because yellow is not a weakness that Hal or uh, Kyle Rayner Green Lantern has. It, it is he's the what is he the only Green Lantern that's not affected by yellow? He has no no weaknesses. the yellow impurity is gone. They he, haven't been weak to yellow in years. He. He has no weaknesses, so the only strategy is to get the ring off of him. Otherwise, he's just a, an overpowered dude that can create anything. Sure, Sue can create force fields or whatever, but she's not making Green Lantern-level constructs. Right, right, right. You know, Wally West is the Flash. He's also crazy overpowered. So it's it's really just a matter of luck and bullshit that I could possibly <laughs> hang in there 
with the Flash and Green Lantern with a ring. Elongated Man can uh, suck my stretchy dick. <laughs> but those other two, it's it's hard to put up a, a gray-haired nerd and a invisible chick against the two of them without a little bit of dastardly moves here and there. Monkey shines. Mon- little monkey shines. For. Yeah, see, but reads it to fucking square. He wouldn't be down for the monkey shines anyway. He would not approve of such tactics. Okay, let me ask you this. Say Kyle was, he turned evil. We're not talking basketball. We're talking in uh, a, an everyday superhero fight, DC versus Marvel. Parallax gets it. Parallax. Par- uh, he, he's, he's Parallax now. Would Sue sneaking up behind Parallax and sneaking the ring off of his finger, would that be cheating? Well, no, that would no. just be justice. That would be justice. I like it. But there's no rules against that in a battle to the death. I understand your no, concept. I just, I just, I'm just a country <laughs> lawyer. I understand and respect <laughs> your concept of rules, Jose. And, you know, you say Reed wouldn't be up for the monkey shines. He's gotten a bit of an edge since he and Sue are getting a divorce. Yeah, yes. <laughs> he, yeah, but probably at the same time, he's probably like, and if it's cheated. Reed is dropping a dime on Sue. <laughs> that bitch is cheating right now. <laughs> He's too busy rubbing his dick all over the elongated man to make Sue jealous. I wanted the dog. Now, you say that Sue's cheating, but I say nobody saw nothing. No. All right, Jose, what you got? <sighs> I gotta go with the other team because I I say she doesn't get the ring. I, right. Mike, I I ne- I never was on board with that idea. All right, that, that, uh, that and the bear and the and the snakes. You fucked me, Lee, because you were with the taking the <laughs> taking the ring off at the beginning. Goddamn, I was I was totally with you. What totally changed you. it? What changed it? He said the, it. The notion <laughs> that that it being that it being cheating against the rules. I don't, I, I can't get down with that. Yeah, okay. What are rules but mere constructs of man? Yeah, and you yeah. know what? <laughs> let me let me put it this way. But uh, they're the rules we've been following the whole tournament. We can't. Nah, we broke the rules last week. If you say that Sue being invisible and moving during a jump ball that's cheating, then anyone having a nasty thought about somebody on the other team should be a technical foul. I yeah, didn't but you see it. it. You didn't see it. Nasty thoughts is technical foul. You didn't see it. You didn't hear it. But oh, <laughs> but I bet you. I sure. bet you he's thinking some nasty shit over there. You better sure. technical foul him. Yeah, but what? If you don't say it, what? Oh, well, then if you don't see it, but you have to be seen during this moment. But it has a measurable effect. Yeah, it determines the fucking championship. You can't just right. dismiss. Oh, his which is gone. why the championship has relaxed rules because okay. we want to see who the better team yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So, so let me okay, let me ask I don't you understand this. why Sue is all of a sudden got let me, rules. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you in mean, regards to her power. It's not back, Sue rules, it's the time last well, week and we can't let Sue turn invisible it is, for half a yeah, second. Yeah, exactly. It is Sue rules. Who else is okay. going to turn invisible? Let me ask then let, then let, oh, let me ask you this question then. 
So they start the game. She steals the ring. He's playing without the ring. She's back. And he's like, where the fuck's my ring? Like, then, <laughs> then, then what happens? How do we overlook this obvious blatant disregard? We say it's not on tape. We it's can't not, do anything we, about we this. Can look, no, we no, can look. No, that's at, not what we say. Who's driving this goddamn match? Dr. Doom? Come on. Come on. We can look at the replay over and over and over again, but you're yeah, never going to see anything. Then the ref says, "If bring back the ring, or we don't play." Well, I am one hundred percent cool conceding the win to John. John wins. He he won fair and square. I'm cool with that. I just no, want to fighting this night. I just <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go on record that all of a sudden in this finals match we got rules that you can't be invisible during the jump ball. Fine. No, what if during the jump no, ball, I, Invisible never, Woman fills Kyle Rayner's bowels with invisible balls and makes him shit his pants? I just, and then she no, takes I'm his ring while he's like, oh man, there's shit everywhere. I just think I it's real. Be okay with that. I just think it's real interesting that you guys are creating rules to handcuff my team and you let Wally West time travel last week, and that's clearly in the rules. Okay, well, one, we forgot about that rule. Mm. Two, that's like the bullshit fantasy rule. You're talking about violating like one of the principal rules of like regular lame-ass basketball. And you say I'm violating, and I say potato. No one's <laughs> violating shit. <laughs> Basketball's not a real sport. No one plays that. <laughs> I show think, me a person that plays basketball, and I'll show you a liar. You know, we saw it in previous rounds, and I think it's because Sue's a woman. Jose's yeah. got a bias against women. Apparently, Remember, Lee, Lois Lane can't play basketball. Yeah, Lee's got a bias Wait, against invisible women. women. Never you don't think that. women can play basketball, and that's why Lois Lane couldn't win. I never win. said that. Yeah, sure you did. Go back to the tape. Yeah, Hashtag go back to the tape. Show me saying women can't play basketball. <laughs> right there. <laughs> I'll get it. Fucker just said it. You know what? You're not going to be able to find Sue Storm on tape stealing Green Lantern's ring, but I got you on tape saying women can't play basketball. <laughs> I think the tape will just show that the ring falls off his finger, and you can't stop a game for that. Like, what are you going to do if a dude drops his where, mouth guard? Are you going to say the negative zone? Juggalo John asks, can you get the ring before the game starts? Apparently, in this league, you can time travel, so why not? Like, yeah. let's go to the Baxter building, let's build a time machine, and, and let's... then fucking shoot it into the moon. <laughs> now, uh, yeah, if, you, if that had been it, if people were like, okay, now, half an hour before the game starts, while Cal's taking a shit, she'd pull the ring off, boom! No problem. Then she puts oh. it in the Baxter building as Dr. Doom shoots that bitch in the moon. Yet we just went over the fact that time travel isn't allowed and it is in the rules, yet, you know, this chick can't go invisible. She's shy. Well, because women can't go invisible. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag <It's> invisible <laughs> women. <laughs> well... Let's get the fuck out of here. Big, big, big up to John. Uh, congratulations. Some of the dumbest, funnest shit we've ever done. That was great. <laughs> there is an asterisk. There is an asterisk. There is yeah. an asterisk. Uh, yeah. It, it, yeah. I'd like to see how this uh, finals wouldn't have would have gone if it was me versus Joe Wang. Yeah. Maybe me and Joe Wang. Joe Wang. Let's have an exhibition match next week. You and me. 
Let, let, let's see who would be the true winner of this tournament. Fantastic, oh, shade. Fantastic Three versus uh, uh, Villains on the Run. Let's do it. What do you think would happen if the thing just pulled down his pants and whipped out his dick? <laughs> and like everyone Technical just stopped foul. to stare at it. Technical he, foul. He played basketball in his suit from the new movie. Just dick out. Yeah. It's no dong. No, no, no. He's got a big fleshy one. Okay. <laughs> Remember those, just... those pictures Nice made? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. Comics? Comics. Congratulations, right. John. You you earned it. You did it. All right, comics. The problem with comic books is the ink comes off on your hands. Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands. You know, it's so funny. Jose and I have such a contentious relationship sometimes, especially in, in competition. Like, we're always on other sides of the coin. And... I, it surprised me. Like, this entire tournament, he had my back. He voted for the Fantastic Three every time, except for the fucking finals. <laughs> yeah, but you also ran with the platform I already shot down the first time I heard. That was, you ran into it. That was a, uh, a small part of my strategy. No, taking the ring is the whole part of your no, strategy. I thought you were talking about the snakes. No, oh, I love it. That was great. Get the fuck out of here with this snake game. It's <laughs> <laughs> working. Oh, God damn it. All right. So, uh, Batman 28. More of the war of jokes and riddles. Um, real good. It's real good. I'm not. I feel like I've heard this guy's name. The, the Michael Mikhail Janine. I feel like I've heard him before, but I can't place he did uh grayson okay yeah okay yeah 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 but this book looks fucking incredible man there's a kind of the the, the big the catwoman reveal apparently i loved how he drew the, the cat catwoman suit oh god it's the, it's the uh the jim ballant like purple body stocking suit it's it's beautiful it's absolutely fucking beautiful um again like i feel like this whole thing is going to be you know, marked by these massive two-page spreads. Uh, there's a spread in here showing uh, five days of the Battle of the Snipers. Uh, kind of, I thought about our dumbass basketball tournament while I'm, while I'm reading this comic book because it paused. It's like, what would happen if uh, Deadshot and Deathstroke were like, caught up, like you know, in a battle with each other, and over the course of like five days, just kill the fuck out of all these people, and it's. It's really, really good. And even there's a big splash page of Batman just yelling. And the way he draws it, you know, he's got his head back. And you can kind of see up under the cowl. And the light barely makes out like his actual nose. Just little things like that. Just It's fucking great. It's really, really good. Like, you know, it's easy to talk about writers and, and whatnot. Because I'm probably more of a writer's guy. But goddamn, this book's a great marriage of both. And the artwork is just stunning. Stunning, stunning stuff. It's great. Really, really good. Um, probably my favorite artist in comics, uh, Humberto Ramos, is working with one of my favorite writers in comics, uh, Mark Wade, uh, on a team of characters that I kind of love called the Champions. But it's a goddamn Secret Empire crossover. And so that kind of did not like. <laughs> 
solid issue, but it's predicated upon that time when Captain America killed a bunch of people. Uh, you know, some fine character beats, but boy, am I ready for this shit to be over. But hey, issue eight of ten comes out tomorrow, so we're almost there. We're getting there, everybody. It's going to make it. We're going to do it. Uh, Jessica Jones, number 11. Jessica makes Maria Hill piss in a cup in public. (laughs) And it was kind of great. Yeah, that was pretty great. I did love how half of it was just a Javier Pulido flashback. Yeah. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. I'm, I'm way on board for this. Like, it still doesn't make a lot of sense, the weird, like, kind of anachronism at the beginning of the, the book, like how some of the shit didn't line up. But I feel like now we're definitely firmly in the regular Marvel Universe. Yeah. So I don't know if, like, maybe no one told Alex Malia that Thor wasn't a dude anymore. I don't, I don't know. But some weird shit happened at the beginning, but it's great now. I'm, I'm way on board. Uh, it's fun. It's really good stuff. I like that book. Um, and last one I'll talk about real quick is a one two punch. We got not one, but two. Ninja Turtles comics last week. Uh, Ninja Turtles number 73, making it the longest running Ninja Turtles comic ever. That's cool. Wow. Which is very cool. so, so much to catch up on. Very cool. I wonder what uh, Michelangelo would say to a Sharknado. <laughs> I know. I know. We, we could have found out tonight. <laughs> Did we type that other stuff in the wrong chat? <laughs> But uh, this is it's actually pretty great. It's um, uh, in Dimension X on Planet Neutrino, uh, Krang is going to trial for his various war crimes. And so the Neutrinos have brought uh, the Turtles and even Leatherhead to be uh, material witnesses in uh, the prosecution of Krang. They're going legit, they're going legal with it to the point that we're like, you know, there's a couple of pages where they're talking about like the legal strategy. And I'm like, this should be boring, but I'm oddly captivated by it. <laughs> like, it's, it's kind of interesting. Um, but Krang has hired a crazy, like, liquidy octopus assassin guy to take out the witnesses and the prosecutors. So now the turtles are on that adventure, hopping through Dimension X on various planets in the Dimension X miniseries, uh, trying to rescue the witnesses before this uh, hitman, hack is his name, can kill them. So it's... It's pretty great. So the the main book kind of set up the trial. Uh, the Dimension X miniseries has them on this planet who uh, that has emotion based physics is what they describe it as, and what that essentially means is that you know, as Raf gets pissed off by getting trapped in this cave, he can you know punch his way out of the cave because he's inhumanly strong and like you know they can Peter Pan fly and shit like that. Like, it's it's pretty cool. And they rescued this weird little like uh. I don't know. It's like a wad of bubble gum with eyeballs. That's the the witness. It, it, it's good, good stuff. And I dig this assassin character. He's pretty cool. He's fun. Hope he sticks around. Yeah. <laughs> Had a big sleep. Bless you. Ooh. And uh, that's all I got. What, what you got, Kelly? Uh, let's see. Last week, a new issue of Sex Criminals came out, and shit got real. Yeah, it made me like that. That was a bummer. Look pretty though. Looks really good. Oh yeah, always looks pretty. Uh, what else? Superman came out and it wasn't very good. <laughs> oh, they've 
it's the second issue in a row of of Superman taking Lois and uh, Jonathan, his son, out on a tour across America, seeing the sights, and it was pretty boring as fuck, and a lot of regurgitating things that Pete Tomasi read on Wikipedia about various monuments. I feel like I've seen that before. That doesn't yeah. like a very original concept. No, it was fucking dumb, especially when you've got action comics over on the other side of Superman things being batshit insane all the goddamn time where you got a team of Superman and his friends. Meanwhile, okay, so Superman was stuck in some kind of uh, mini prison that was in a Bell Rev, and he's blind because of okay. some kind of Phantom Zone technology. So meanwhile, he's blind, and there's a whole bunch of his enemies that all teamed up together. You got Zod, you got uh, Cyborg Superman, you got Eradicator, you got Mongol, you got Blank, uh, you got Metallo. All them dudes coming to take him out, the Fortress of Solitude. So what happens? Superman gets backed up by his friends. And you get Superwoman, you get Supergirl, you get Steel, you get Lex Luthor and his Superman stuff, you get that Chinese oh, Superman. Shit. And they just fucking fight. And then Superman and his friends get thrown into the Phantom Zone by Zod, along with Cyborg Superman and Eradicator, because they've got a mission in there. And that's when it's revealed that in the Phantom Zone, Zod has a wife and son. Oh. And they come out, so now Zod's got his own Superman family like Superman does. Oh, all right. Yeah, Action did not see that coming. And while he was in the Phantom Zone, uh, Superman got his sight back because, fucking, I don't know why. Solid logic. Yeah, Action Comics is always insane, and I love it. <clears throat> I don't give a fuck about Superman, but that sounds pretty great. Yeah, no, Action Comics is awesome. Like, Superman, up until these past two issues, has been really good as well, but I prefer action comics for how insane it is. Uh, what else? Oh, the uh, first of the Jack Kirby tribute one-shots came out this week with a New Gods special that was super good. Uh, written and drawn by Shane Davis, with a backup by written and drawn by Walt Simonson. Oh, all right. The, First story is about Orion fighting his brother Calibek. And it is a brutal ass fight. It I really hope it's uh they kinda use this as like a pilot program and launch a new gods book out of this. I feel like we're uh, we're due for a new gods book. We are getting the Mr. Miracle series starting tomorrow, which I didn't give a fuck about. I am so excited. Until I saw Tom King's writing again. I'll check I'll check anything he writes at this point. Yep. If it's anything like Vision, it yeah. will be incredible. Exactly. It's exactly. Like yeah, Vision, it is 12-issue maxi-series. I am very excited. But yeah, pick, I would recommend picking up that uh, New Gods special. It's, it is five bucks, but it's worth it. Like You get a lot of pages for it, plus the Walt Simonson backup, plus some short Kirby stories. That's the first of, I believe, six specials over the course of the month. And it's pretty great. I think that's all I got. 
Right on, right on. Anything we're talking about, Nice? Uh, no, not really. Besides the, you know, we our guest didn't show up tonight, but I was gonna comment about how uh, I came up with the tagline "Global Swarming" and the idea to have Al Roker in an animal disaster film way before Sharknado Five came out. That's true. That's true. Fucking, where's, where's, where's your motherfucking movie check? I was looking forward to pitching Tarantula Anch to Cousin Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Mary-Kate Olsen, Jason London, and Jeremy London. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking great. Uh, got anything, Jose? London has fallen. <laughs> no, um, still watching Lost. <clears throat> so far, I like it. The The... I thought we you. To the I thought you got to the final season. We are though. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But we're watching this final season is taking us longer than expected. Yeah, because it's so trash. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's fucking awful. <laughs> and no one's like, "Oh man, let's sit down to watch our fourth consecutive episode of the last season of Lost tonight, guys." Yeah. No one says that. Did you ever want to see a full episode about the mayor from Gotham City wearing eyeshadow and being a pirate? Let's do it. <laughs> What the hell was yeah, his we name? Just watched, just watched that one. But I do like how somebody, Sawyer, was like, uh, go talk to Eyeshadow over there. <laughs> what the hell was his name was... on that show? Batman uh, Well? Rick, uh, uh, Ricardo? No. <laughs> yeah. Is his name Richard? His Richard. Name Richard. Richard. But, they okay. him, but he had like another old school, like R- Ricardio. Right. My mom my mom actually went to some convention last year with some of her work friends and she wanted to meet uh Nestor Carbonell. She's a big fan of his stuff, whatever. And I'm like, Oh like, good school and she got she got the picture taken on crap, whatever in school. I'm like, I said, Hey, did he did he have the fucking uh like the eyeshadow thing? Like is that like is that just the way he looks? And she's like, No, no, he didn't have it. Like he just wears it when he acts, I guess. I'm like, That's so fucking bizarre. That's so weird. <laughs> He probably started it when he was Batman Well, and he was like, man, that looks really great. Ah, oh, Batman Well. That tick show starts in a couple weeks on Amazon. The um, Batman Well Rises uh, poster spoof that I made a few years back has been coming up in my Facebook memories. You remember that? I fucking love, love Batman Well. <laughs> So good, man. So good. Yeah, you know what was my Facebook memory? What shooting, shooting a certain uh, music video no names, <laughs> a, cer- a certain um, radio announcer. Oh, post- yep. Posting, uh, yeah, fashion show. Man, we just must have faces that are like, please fuck us in the ass. <laughs> 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 What happens, Donnie? Hey, we deserve it. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to judge. I wasn't there. Maybe we just got to get a little bit more cutthroat. Like Sue Storm going invisible before the jump ball and stealing the Green Lantern's ring. Sometimes, right. sometimes you just got to cut corners. Sometimes you got to oh. stomp a motherfucker's foot. Move. <laughs> no. Alright, so that's the fucking show, man. Uh yeah. I like it. Good times. Let's um let's do it again next week, shall we? 
Kelly may or may not be here. Imagine <laughs> a midnight release for metal. Yeah. Mad Gonna bastard. get a pizza from Scott Snyder. <laughs> Love it. Now, hopefully he'll come through better than Cousin Oliver did for today. We'll fax this over one. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get to talk to uh, Robert Riss next week. Uh, if not, we'll do something else. It's all good. Can't complain. Life is good, guys. If not, let me tell you something. Sharknado might coincide with Shark Week. But Robbie No Show on the Popcast is going to coincide with Shoot Week. Oh, <laughs> oh snap. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm sure I'm sure it, he it, it's easily explainable. Oh, of course. He I'm hasn't posted. He hasn't. Match. He hasn't posted on his Facebook <laughs> for like twelve. He hasn't posted on his Facebook for like twelve hours, and that guy hates Trump. So I hope everything's okay. Ooh, yeah, no kidding. So yeah, uh, yeah. All right, Zim is in good vibes this weekend. Uh, we got a fight this weekend, Saturday. Uh, last time I went to the grappling games, I got myself a, a silver. Hold it in my hand right now. Look at that. Look at that. Nice. Yeah, I, 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 I need the gold it. one. I need the gold one look to go with him. So, yeah, all the good vibes for that. So let's see how that goes. Be fun. Hey, man, just keep in mind, it's not cheating if you don't get caught. <laughs> I just put my thumb right on <laughs> his eye socket. There you go. That, that, that's, that's the surefire way to win. <laughs> go for the eyes and the nethers. Always don't forget the nethers. Very important, the nethers. That's all I got, man. Uh, come back next week. We'll do it again. 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at chat.penaltonpages.com. Uh, email us, popcast at penaltonpages.com. Uh, we're live, youtube.com slash penaltonpages. Not that chat address. That's an old one. I was on autopilot. I apologize. You all would deserve better than that. I'm sorry. Uh, we'll be back. Love you. Good night. Goodbye. For uh, Jose, Desmond, Jason Nyes, and uh, Kelly Harris. I'm the Lord of Reverend Rodriguez. All right. Good night. Love you. Bye.
wonderful. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! 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 Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.